Ja. Aj. Hoj. Hoj, 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 hoj. Ready. Oh shit, we fumbled again. Damn. Now you're there all alone. I think you skipped some things, but okay. This is the last verse. Oh. You need to do the whole verse up to the song. Up to the up till the uh Well the other course don't ma- match. Ah. Because like, he says this damage control contorts us. Yes. Uh, the tirade explodes in search of yes. This that truth fits. just has to be known. Yeah, that that fits. Not really. What's up, Highline Nation? Trent Davis and Riley Embry coming back at you with another episode of the Highline, episode eighty-two. You got anybody? Nope, me neither. All right, cool. Uh, wasn't there a Red Bull car number eighty-two? Was there? Vickers? Scott Speed? Maybe Speed. I think it was because AJ was 84. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, look, shout out Scott Speed, wherever you are these days, probably doing some dirt racing or something. But, uh, yeah, we'll do uh, the Martinsville Review. Ryan Blaney has won this race. So, you know what that means. We got a shotgun of beer yet again. Um, (laughs) And Riley's not too, not looking forward to it. Uh, We also got some uh, RCR Xfinity uh, drama that went on on Saturday. If you missed that, man, you missed a a crazy finish between the RCR boys and Justin Allgaier and all that stuff. We'll talk about that in more detail. Also, Eric Amarola finally announced that he ain't coming back to that 10 car next year for Sturt Haas. So, uh, we'll tell you what to expect from him next year and who's going to get that 10 car for 2024 and we got the championship four previews for all three series trucks xfinity and cup we'll tell you the championship fours and preview those uh races and uh see uh see who's looking good for phoenix and who's not yes it's her uh we're also gonna have our running the uh, running <laughs> you can't get our own segment right ripping the topics um Got some things to talk about there. Uh, we're going to have our Attaboy segment of the week. Our You Can't Do That segment. We're going to be talking about Phoenix, our preview, and our picks uh, for both the race and the championship mm-hmm. in all three series. So, uh, let, let us get it. Let's get it. We don't need no education. Please refrain. (laughs) You can't do that. Let's fucking go. Did you leave without a purpose? Did Did you you forget forget that we deserve this? It's not so hard to move on. But now you're there all alone. Where'd you go? No one knows. Watching what we've built up in smoke. I don't need closure. I 
don't need closure. Pa pa pa. Watching what we built up in smoke. What are you referring to there? Open smoke. Open smoke. You got smoker's cough? No. (laughs) Is that what you're saying? That song goes out to Chris Busher and might as well the other three. Uh, that did not advance into the next round. Worked all year for this. Mm-hmm. Did you Went forget that we deserve this? <laughs> Watching what we built. Up in smoke. No chance to win a championship. For who? Chris Busher. Mm. Damn f- shame. The 45. <laughs> he Fuck gone. Em. The 19. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him all. Fuck him by. Except, Except your second favorite driver. Third favorite driver. Whatever he is. <laughs> It's like Todd for third. Him and Larson. Yeah. Larson's a bitch. Because he's just like me. Well, Busher's just like me. Chris isn't a fucking fag. (laughs) I bet he's a Clemson fan. What you think? I doubt it. He doesn't He doesn't do anything. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't. He He works on his cars and beer. Yeah. You can tell us the boy's a beer drinker. Yeah, maybe. That boy got a belly on him. If you think you're a better beer drinker, boy, I got news for you. (laughs) My town's smaller than Yorktown. Your dick smaller than my dick? Probably. They don't always call me big, but they always call me big. Mm. It's not how you finish. It's how you start. That's not true. (laughs) In my case. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Well. Anyways, welcome back to the Highline, episode 82. Trent Davis and Raleigh Embry back at you again. Um, Yeah, you, uh, your guy fell. But another one of your guys is soaring. Soaring up to the championship fuck four. Ryan okay, now fuck, now fuck them. Uh, we all know what that means when Ryan Blaney wins or Chris Busher wins. We both be shotgunning a a bear. So yeah. uh, Blaney made us do it a couple weeks ago at Talladega. Guess what? He's making us do it again, and I hope next week. We have to do it again. Actually, I hope not. You'll owe me a steak dinner because yeah, I'm to picking say. his ass. <laughs> no shit. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, you want to get that out of the way now or you want to wait a little bit? Uh, you tell me, man. Uh, let's, go over, let's, let's go over how your weekend was first. We'll do that first. Well, I didn't have one. Mm, uh, you worked. Yep. Even worked on your day off. You sure did. Get called in on Thursday night. Worked Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. Uh, it, was a little, it was a rough weekend. Um and four nights suck, yeah, don't they? Well, and we're busy as fuck, too. So, And I've got a guy I'm training. So on top of that, I've got to worry about young men not getting themselves killed. So, uh, mm. yeah, it's just been a long weekend. Is it not when in doubt, fire away? No, nope, that's not how that works. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, there's uh, there was the work part of the weekend, which sucks. And then Saturday was not a good day for me or you. Mm-mm. Um, Carolina I say we veto fucked. watching football the rest of the year. At least college football. Yeah. Um, <laughs> luckily, you know, Saturday the Xfinity race was worth watching. Oh man, um, hell of a race! Sunday, woke up, watched the Cup race, and my Broncos won as well. So beat the Chiefs. So sporting wise, it was kind of fifty fifty on how my weekend went, but uh, yeah, it worked. Work was shitty. Mm. 
yeah, I was off this weekend. I uh, got to enjoy that, but uh, man, I wish. Kind of. What do you mean off this weekend? You hadn't worked in like two weeks. That's fair. That's fair. I don't want to hear it though. What was it? Uh, I had reason. You had reason. I, I, motherfucker, I can't take vacation. No. Uh, apparently not. That's what people say at work too. Um, I had this weekend off, and uh, kind of wish I didn't. Wouldn't have to watch a lot of, especially on Saturday. You know, Clemson sucking. Just they're terrible. Um, yeah, we're we're in for a, we're in for a rebuild there at the old Clemson, South Carolina. But hey, can't be on top forever. So uh, I've uh, I've gotten used to this losing again. I feel like I'm back in middle school again with how much we've lost the past couple of years. We had a good run, man. 2015, 2020, man. We had a we had a great run. Even last year, I mean, we I know we lost to y'all and Notre Dame, but still won the ACC. So um, but this year, nowhere close. We might make a bowl game. We might not. I don't know. We'll Same. see how that goes. Um, yeah, y'all got to win out to make a bowl game. We just got to go two and two. <laughs> yeah, we got Jackson State. That's a win. Uh. Vanderbilt, Vandy, Kentucky, and y'all. So we could win all. Of you them. could, you could. We could also lose all of them, but Jackson State. So yeah, you're not losing Vanderbilt. You the, you'll go two and two easily. Well, that's going two and two is difficult. We got Notre Dame this weekend, which I we might we're come better, out. We might come record. out there and shock the world and look like the Clemson team we're supposed to look like. You, you guys know? are better in your record as well. We're yeah. both better in our record. Yeah, so. Uh, but we're probably going to lose Notre Dame. We've got Georgia Tech. They just beat fucking North Carolina. Y'all just can't. So they go up and down. They beat Miami, North Carolina, two pretty damn good teams. So Georgia Tech's up and down. Um, and then North Carolina at home after that, which they're kind of going downhill. We could beat them, but we also also could lose to them. And then we got y'all on the road to finish to finish the year. So we just might lose every game. We could. I mean, we could lose all four. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Georgia Tech's probably the easiest one, but even them, they some weeks they're – Look like a top 15 team. The other week, they look terrible. So. Just kneel the ball at the end of the game. <sighs> kneel the ball for four quarters and trust your defense. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But uh, you Might as well. No, nah, it was uh, Saturday. I was rough. I went over to our buddy David's house and got to see their new baby and uh, drank some beer in the garage with them and watched uh, – what were we watching? Watching some football game. Saturday? Yeah. Um, Ohio State, Wisconsin for a little bit. Watched Colorado, UCLA for a little bit. Go Bruins. Um, you'll never hear me say that again. <laughs> um, but uh, this is a NASCAR podcast. Yes, it is, and uh, so that was good. And um, Sunday, uh, watched my Panthers finally win a game. Uh, we're one and six now. Beat the Texans, so that was uh, that was good. Um, took about four kicks to actually count uh, into that Texas. I thought we were going to lose somehow. I thought because the Texans kept on jumping off sides trying to block the block the kick at the end and. Then they ran into the the holder, so they got fifteen fifteen yard penalty. Then they jumped off sides again and they got unfortunate like conduct for causing two back to back off sides penalties. I guess you can't do that in the NFL. You get unsportsmanlike like conduct, and then finally from like it it started out being like a forty eight yard field goal and wound up being a twenty three yard field goal <laughs> at the end. Luckily, we made it. We won, and that was good. And then. Um, watched the race Sunday, and obviously Blaney winning, which was was good, man. I uh, I was happy. Uh, Blaney wins. Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex Jr. They stayed out along with Reddick. Wish Busher could have got in there, but yeah, um, tell me about it. You know, there's no way for 
I mean, there was a way, I guess, for if Blaney finished second and Busher won, then both of them would have made it. Because I think Blaney was ahead of he was good on he, yeah Blaney was ahead of Especially Byron by that point stages. yeah so on that could ask for him maybe Busher winning but uh, have both have no Toyota in the final four I thought he had a chance there for a while I never did up, up there in sixth I'd say on strategy this, I know but if it got chaotic at the end of the race nobody expected the seven to win on Saturday that's true that's true so I was like hey man if we just get some cautions here at the end. You never know what happens. But Did you get any cautions? No, zero. No, zero. Whole, I think the last hundred. Which, to be fair, was fifty laps were green for the race. I'm glad. Yeah. For me personally, I wanted it because Chris. But overall, it made the race better that Blaney worked his way, and you know, you had the, um, the Cinderella story and Eric Amarola, like yeah. he might win the race. There, then for you a had the eleven trying to keep up with Blaney, see if he could work his way through as fast as Blaney could, but he just he couldn't get around Chris, which I think hurt him. Um, well, Blaney passed Denny before he even passed. That's because Blaney. That's because Chris was stuck, or had the eleven stuck. Uh, I, Denny, according to Denny, Denny was stuck behind the seventeen. Well, that's tough apples. Well, yeah, he, he, he made his way up there. He wasn't complaining about it. He just said he got stuck behind the 17 when Blaney passed well, it him. It seemed like he passed 17 pretty quickly after the 12 passed the 17. Is it possible that the 17 let Blaney go because of a Ford and he knew he really didn't have a shot at that point? Do you think Chris Busher would do something like that? He's yes. in the playoffs with him. Yes. No. He's the least he aggressive knows, driver in NASCAR. He knows. Well, that's the point. He wouldn't do that with, to Denny because the, both, uh, both the guys are playoff guys. Yeah. It's not like he's trying to... It's not like the 12 is not a playoff guy and the 11 is. And it's like, well, if I let this guy go, it didn't really affect me. I let the 11 go. He's a playoff guy. Both of them are playoff guys. I don't think yeah, I have anything to do I with it. I think it's a Ford thing. No, I don't think so. I just think Blaney's car was better all day and he could pass That's 17 unlike the 11 fair. could. But the Blaney, Blaney was stuck behind the 11 there for a while. Yeah. 30, 40 laps. So, I mean, it, it took a minute for them tires to wear out. Cause, I mean, it was nonstop. I mean, Chase Elliott drove once he finally cleared Coral the Draw on that last restart. He drove off to four second lead, and then nobody moved yeah, in the top ten forever. Third, he had a pit at the end. Just Ain't a, got no gas in yeah, it. Yeah, Reminded me of Watkins Glen. Didn't run out this time. Kind of wish they did. Jumble the field back up. No, I don't want that because then fucking Blaine we got sent by the eleven, and then who knows what happened? Turn into uh, the Xfinity. But yeah, Sunday was was pretty good. Um, Blaney winning is always good. And we got a, I got a guy. I got two guys. Technically, to, to root for, I want Blaney to win the championship. But then, yeah, I don't want him to win the championship because of our steak dinner. But uh, you know, I'll I'll take a I'll take a steak dinner bill over um, seeing Christopher Bell win the championship, even though that's who I picked at the beginning of the year. Mm. Um, we both got our preseason champions. Almost in the like we know what the fuck we're talking about. Almost. I picked Chris Rebell at the beginning of the year. You picked Ryan Blaney at the beginning of the year. And they both made it to, to Phoenix. So uh, maybe y'all start listening to us instead of everybody else. Yeah. Just saying. To be fair, Dale Earnhardt picked Blaney as well. He did. He did. But I put Blaney in my final four too. And I think Mike Davis picked uh, Christopher Bell. Probably. I don't know. Something about them Davis boys. We on that twenty. We on that twenty train. Something about them Davis boys like to finish second. Yeah, I guess so. But what's uh, gonna happen this year? You gonna finish second out of two again? Who? You? Me? Yep. You have to win the race. Whoever you pick has to win well, the race. That's fine because I'm gonna pick a guy that's in the final four. Yeah, so am I. Yeah. But if my guy finishes second or third or fourth or fifty third, and your guy finishes second, I still win. 
Yeah, that's fair. Off the tiebreaker. That's fair. But you know the top four guys are going to be the fastest four this weekend. Yeah, because they're <laughs> going to be allowed to cheat. They're going to be allowed to cheat. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. Chase Elliott 2020. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Brad Keselowski was just as fast as him at the end of the race, but nobody wants to talk about that. Brad Keselowski should have won that championship. Mm-hmm. But so, Chase Elliott was 25 seconds faster in the field. If it wasn't for a fucking pit stop ah, at the end of the race. Yeah, well, shit happens. But anyways... um. Yeah, let's go ahead and get this over with. <sighs> Did you shotgun without purpose? No, I have before. Yeah. Did you fuck it? God damn it. Did you fuck it up? It is, but I'm just not, uh, I am not in the mood for this right now. Shit. Oh my god. Ah, I fucked it up. Big surprise. Shocker. This hole is way too big. That's what she said. Look at his hole. Hey! All right. Well, I'm scared to move, so you do it. Because <laughs> this hole is ginormous. Remember what I told you? What? Tilt the head. Oh, yeah. Now you do it fast. All right. So, wait a minute. You, like, the head of the I guess. start here. Yep. And then turn the can so it's straight up and yeah. have your head sideways. Yeah, okay. All right. Drank half his his fucking beer before he shocked him. I don't know if I can even do... Look how big it is. You can fit your big ass mouth around. Hello. Alright. You ready? No. but Good. Go ahead. Nope. (laughs) Nope. It might be another one. It probably will be. This fucking hole is huge. That's what she said. Three, two, one, go. Half of it. I say it's about a fifth of it. Oh, that hurts. The problem is when I tried to turn it, the hole was too big, so it started. Yeah. So I had to do it. Yeah, it was, I, I think that was probably your quickest one. Yeah. Still didn't beat me, but. No, because I, like I said, I spilled about a, a fifth of it. I wouldn't say half of it. That's not half of you it. You spilled some. I did not spill any. Okay. Uh, well, you didn't make your hole as yeah, big. Yeah, because I know what the, the fuck food. I'm doing. I popped it and then it just I tried to yeah bend it back, but uh, it seems like these. Uh, I mean, look at that. That is a very large hole. It's too. Big. I mean, I tried to do that and I did it, but, but you know, shit happens. Like, I well, I will tell you this: um, you're getting better. You know, it's all you got to do. So yeah. Just keep getting better. But um, well, when Blaney wins again this weekend, we'll have to do it again. Maybe I won't make the whole you know 25. What, I, what actually needs to happen is Brad needs to win. <laughs> Chris needs to finish second. Blaney needs to finish third with the championship. Yeah. That's what needs to happen. I'm okay. picking Brad this week. Fuck it. Okay, cool. <laughs> Please do. He's got the best average finish of any <sighs> yeah, non-championship. He ain't going to be allowed to cheat this weekend. That's facts. Yeah. He's going to bring Blaney's setup from last year. And he's going to fucking wreck it. Probably lap 10. 
He's not a very good race car driver. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yes, Ryan Blaney wins at Martinsville. His first career Martinsville win. Um, came in, I think, 10 points to the good. So, um, he didn't have to win, but he had to, had to have a good day. Qualified 11th, which is actually not that good. But uh, clearly, he had the best car all day long. Him and Denny were the, the class of the field. Denny was just slightly a little bit behind him. And, um, you know, on that last wreck, I forgot what the – was it for – do you remember what the last caution was for? Uh, that was the Ty Gibbs getting dumped by – No, that wasn't the last 42. caution. 42? 22? No, it was the second time he got dumped. Oh, that's right. He did get dumped by the 42. Yeah. Yeah, Ty Gibbs had a rough day. You know what that is? That's called payback from last year mm. in the Xfinity Series yeah. for dumping Brandon Jones for no fucking reason. Um, that might, that might have been it. But anyways, it, it it jumbled the field all up and allowed Chase Elliott, Corey LaJoy, Eric Amarola, the guys that pitted a couple cautions before um, to get the lead because the guys had to pit for fuel and tires. And... Um, and he drove his way up there better than Denny did. And he clearly had the better car and passed Eric on roll with about, what, about 20-something to go, something like that. But hell of a job for Eric on roll, man. I mean, he he had a top-10 car all day, I think, and uh strategy worked out well. Those cars were fast. Except for Harvick. He fell off a cliff at the end. Yeah. I think I think Priest did, too. Uh, Briscoe ran top, top five almost all day. Briscoe was really strong, too. He was like a step below Hamlin. Um, One step. Below. Yes. So, um, yeah. All right. You remember that song? Nope. One Step Beyond <laughs> with the saxophone. I know One Step Closer by Linkin Park. One Step Beyond. One Step Bar-na-na. for Man and One Step for Infinity. Anyways. Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. But yeah, um, I thought it was a decent race. Um, Ah, it was the best Martinsville race for sure out of this next-gen car. Not saying much. It's not saying much, but it was an improvement. And, um, you know, I probably rated a six and a half out of ten. Still very hard to pass early in a run. I mean, but you, the best part of this race was uh, that restart between Denny and, and Ryan Blaney. Yes. When they just went back and forth, crossing over each other for about four or five laps before the caution came out. Stage two. Yeah, that was awesome, man. That that's what Martinsville, that's what that's what great short track racing is all about, you know. Um, not not being over aggressive, not trying to wreck each other, but just you know going back and forth, inside outside, inside outside, inside outside. That was a hell of a show between both of them, and uh, I give both those guys a lot of credit for not just moving moving the other one out of the way and just like this is my spot stop crossing me over you know they race clean they race great and the fans loved it so uh gotta give denny denny and uh blaney credit for that uh, that was a, a hell of a show and you could pass um but you had to have a really good car and um restarts were huge like always with his nation car at uh, short tracks if uh you lost a few uh, positions on the restart you probably weren't going to get them back. And um, still, we got to work on that. Got to work on the ability to move people and have, you know, be able to pass people before 50 laps into a run when the tires start to wear and stuff like that. You could use that middle line a little bit. And Blaney was the best one at doing that all day. That's probably why he was able to work his way up through the field so quickly than everybody else. He could use the bottom or he could use that middle line and get the runs off the corner and uh, clear could he use people. the high line? That's not. <laughs> 
I don't know if you consider that the high line, but sure. Um, I asked, could he use the high line? No. He- That's for both of us, by the way. Did I say the high line? Three. We're going to be fucking drunk on this podcast. On this what? Podcast. What's the name of this podcast? Uh, a lot. <laughs> Shit. I need another beer. Is that three or four? Um, four? High lot. <laughs> You're a bitch. Running the middle line. And that's why Blaney was the so good. The middle line's in between what two lines? <laughs> <laughs> the top and the bottom. The top and the bottom, yes. Yeah. Um, so we still got to work on that to, to for most of the field to be able to actually pass. You know, <laughs> more than fifty laps into a run, unless you have a really good car. So, it was a, it was a pretty good. Uh, it, back in the day, it would have been a very average uh, short track race in the old car. Mm. Uh, this car, it's a fucking eight and a half, nine out of ten. But with all things considered, I think it's a six and a half. Yeah, I, I'd go seven. Um, I think it's a, a uh, that's a passing race. Uh, six and a half to me is failing. If you look at your grades in school, you made a 65, you failed. Not in today's. Uh, that's because they've changed it. But yeah. 65, 22. Hey, you're still a winner. Yeah. You can, but you're anyways, still good. 65 to me is failing. Anything over 70, you passed. So I'm giving this a 70. It passed, but barely. Um, it's way better than it was. Um, I think the tire that they brought was better. Uh, the car still needs improvement on short track racing. Um, the way to do that, obviously, we've said it a thousand times, give the cars more horsepower. It's what every driver in the field wants. Um, so if if you bring this tire with more horsepower, I think this race is an 8-9. Um, because what you saw on that last run, you know, about like you said, 50, 75, 100 laps in, that's when, you know, you started getting some lap time variation. Blaney started moving through the field. Cars at the front started moving back. If you have 800, 900 horse, that's happening 25, 50 laps into a run. So it happened sooner. So that happens. That last run, which was, in my opinion, the best part of the race, the last 75 laps, that happens. 50 laps into every run. So the whole race is like that. Um, but, you know, that's a that's an argument we've had on this uh, podcast a million times. Every driver wants it. Every fan wants it. Seems like the only people that don't want it's the, you know, NASCAR. Because uh, even the OEM said that they could give even the Even the new fans. I don't think a lot of the new fans want that type of racing. Yeah. I don't know. But, um it was uh, it was a good enough race to watch. I was I'm very glad that that race was won straight up. Um, on you know fastest car won the race, second fastest car finished third. Eric Almarola was a top ten car all day, finished second with a little bit of help from strategy. That's what you want in your NASCAR racing. Though the Xfinity race on Saturday was exciting, it is better in my opinion, when a race finishes like uh, Sunday's race does because Ryan Blaney deserved to win that race. Ryan Blaney deserved to move on based on his last 
you know, five races of the playoffs, uh, you know, starting at Talladega with his win and everything else past that. I mean, he's been a top five car every week, pretty much. Um, you know, he deserves to be there. Um, so I didn't want that race to, you know, turn into a shit show and fucking Martin Truex Jr. come back out of nowhere and win the race. Who had the worst playoffs in history, which we'll talk about later. Um, even me being a Chris Busher fan, Chris he has he had didn't deserve it. Chris has had an okay it. playoffs. He deserved to make the round of eight, mm-hmm. uh, but in the round of eight, it's about top fives being great, mm-hmm. not just about being very good. And Chris has been very good, other than Vegas and Homestead. He's been very good in these playoffs, uh, but very good isn't good enough. Uh, he didn't deserve it. Uh, but uh, the 11, on the other hand, I think if the 11 makes it, he deserves it. Um, he's been very good all year. He's been great all year. The problem is he had a mechanical failure uh, last weekend. You just can't have that in a round eight. So Unless you win a race. Yeah, and his was a little bit unlucky. You know, He was up there battling for the lead. When uh, when that mechanical failure happens, so um, Blaney uh, deserving the twenty, of course, won his way in. So you can't say he's not deserving. The five won his way in. Can't say he's not deserving. Twenty four has been one of the best cars all all year. Can't say he's not deserving. There's always a couple guys that are deserving that don't make it. Uh, the eleven is one of them. I think the 11's only one. Yeah, based on how the bad the 19's ran. Based on the 19's playoffs, it. no, he doesn't deserve it, but how good he's been over the year. I mean, if we look at Winston Cup points, he's probably still top 3 with fucking with with a shot to win it this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but um I think the championship four is really really interesting uh this year. Um and uh well, you know, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but uh Martinsville, um, I didn't watch the, uh, did the trucks race this weekend? That's right. They only race once at Martinsville, but, um, I, I watched the end of the Xfinity race and I watched, of course, all, all the cup race, um, the Xfinity race, pretty good. The cup race, pretty good. Uh, it was a success, successful weekend for, uh, NASCAR. Um, I, I, I think the races were both entertaining enough, um, but uh, the end of that Xfinity race was kind of wild. Uh, but in both series, um, you know, you, you got very deserving uh, people making that uh, the final four out of this weekend. Yeah, the only thing I didn't like this weekend as far as how everything went was the coverage. Um, I get, you know, we want to be on NBC and we want to, you know, have our pivotal penultimate race before the championship on NBC. However, the coverage didn't start till two o'clock. The truck, the cars are already cranked up, ready to go fired up. And I know NBC is trying to push Peacock. Cause I'm sure they had pre-race coverage on Peacock before the race, talking to the drivers before what they're getting a feel for. Who do they think? You know what the what's the weather like? Weather going to be good today? All that stuff. I mean, literally, we went two o'clock because I was looking for pre race coverage. And I was like, oh, it starts at two. I know that, but let me see if the can't under green starts at one thirty or something. They had fucking ice skating on NBC before the race. I was like, okay, well that's disappointing. But maybe we get a thirty minute pre race show. But maybe they start at two thirty. Nope, two o'clock comes around. They're already in their cars, cranked up, fired up, and they're already pulling off pit road. And I'm like, man, for for a race to be 
if you want, if you, if NASCAR, if you say your playoffs are so important that you need it, that you want people to to tune in because uh, the playoffs is so much, it's so important that you need a pre-race show on the the channel that you're going to be racing on at least for 30 minutes. And I know, I know they really probably don't have a whole lot of control over that, but I hated that the race coverage that you couldn't see anything on NBC until two o'clock in the car. The guys are already in their cars. Cars are cranked up and they were pulling off pit road. I did not like that. Well, for me, I had worked the night before, so I set my alarm for two o'clock when the race came on. So I wasn't watching any of the pre pre race stuff anyway. So nobody could unless you had uh, if, Peacock. Even if it was there, I wouldn't wouldn't have been watching. Yeah. It. So that didn't affect my day at all. But um, I do I do have some gripes with the coverage, in my opinion. Uh, so the end of the race happens. Of course, Blaney wins. You interview the winner. Duh. You go interview um, the twenty four, the eleven, uh, the eleven. You know, because they were in that battle for points at the end. Nineteen. You talk to the 19 because he was the regular season champion, of course. Tyler Reddick? Nope. Nope. <laughs> 17? Nope. Nope. Hey, they did interview Eric Amarola. Yeah, they interviewed the guy who finished the second that, you know, got no bearing on the championship, which I understand why you interview Eric Amarola there. You know, I had a chance to win the race. But do you think that maybe um, people want to know what Chris Busher has to say after his disappointing round of eight, do you think the 45 wants to, you know, fans want to, want to see what he has to say? Um, it's, um, I understand there's a time crunch on TV, uh, but man, on YouTube, I can't find an interview with Chris Busher after that race. That's just, that's unfortunate because, you know, as a Chris Busher fan, I want to know what he's got to say at the end of the race, win, lose, or draw, right? So um, that's just a little bit disappointing. You would you would think that, you know, the playoff guys would at least get get a look there, right? Um, the guys that get kicked out. All the only coverage they had about Chris Busher pretty much all day is they went through the field for the playoff drivers with like two hundred to go. And he was running like 16th. And then at the end, they pulled onto pit road and they had a, you know, four panel, you know, four corners of the TV where the guys that were eliminated. And that's it. That's all they said about Chris Buescher pretty much all day, uh, which I understand. He's uh, he, he's probably not going to make the playoffs, but he's um, he's still a. Uh, <laughs> He's still a um, he's still a playoff guy. He's still in the round of eight. He still won three races this year. And talk about him a little bit. Like, come on, give me something here. Um, but yeah, the the broadcast was 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 off, and uh, that's I'll, disappointing. I will say they did a better a little bit of a better job Sunday about um, covering the non playoff guys, and maybe that's because more of the non playoff guys are up front than yeah. they maybe were at Homestead. I know some podcasts like DBC last week had a problem with uh, them not covering any non-playoff guys. Yeah, I mean, how Chris Buescher was. I mean, uh, Brad Kessler, Brad Kessler won winning the fucking race, won the stage. They didn't say a word about him all day. Last yeah, week. they kind of just. And I said that last week about you know Brad took the lead off Green Five Pit Stops from I think Kyle Larson, and they like just kind of brushed it off like oh Brad Kessler lead now Kyle Larson battling didn't uh, Ryan Blaney now for second. It's like okay, but this week they did a little bit of. A, a little bit of a better job. They covered Chase Briscoe a little bit. 
They uh, Harvick. They covered Harvick a little bit. Eric at the end of the race. Eric Chase Elliott, you know, with his strategy and stuff, and so they did a little bit, a little bit of a better job. And I get it. You want to focus all your most of your resources, most of your time on the playoff guys, but you can't just ignore them. It's not like other sports where if you're eliminated from playoffs, you're not playing anymore. anymore, Yeah, Yeah, it's different because NASCAR, you everybody's still there. You just gotta kind of work your way around them but when when it is time to talk about a non-playoff guy you should talk about them so uh, I, I i get the frustration and get the disappointment about you and chris and you know with me uh, pre-race show i mean i think a big part of hyping your race up is the pre-race coverage to understand what's all going on especially if you're a casual that tunes in hey it's the last this is the second to last race before the before the championship race let me find out who's you know let me find out who's where, who's on the bubble, who's on the cut line. You know, I don't pay to it a whole lot, but hey, I'm going to tune in today. You didn't get that. You got, hey, cars rolling on track. Here we go, about to go racing. Wait, what? I don't, who's who's in the playoffs? Who's all this? Who's, you know, you, you got to be able to, it's kind of hard to cater to all of your fan base, the casuals, the diehards, and the people that are in the middle or whatever, but you got to try to do the best job and I think give your, your fans and your viewers at least at least a 30-minute pre-race coverage show before the race starts on cable on the channel that you're going to be racing at. Like I, said, I get they're trying to push the Peacock thing, and you pay for Peacock, you probably would have got at least an hour of pre-race coverage. But um, for the casuals and maybe the people that can't afford that, you got just to start pretty much you got about 10 minutes before they went green. That's all you got on NBC. And um, so that's disappointing. But, uh, yeah, championship four is set. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, now let's get into probably the most entertaining part of the whole weekend for NASCAR, and that was the Xfinity race, the Xfinity finish on Saturday. Um, wow, where do we even begin on this one? Um, well, have you gave it? Ah, fuck it, we don't need the rundown. We are now who's in championship four, whatever. Um, the Xfinity race on Saturday, you had... Um, they, had, they set their championship four on Saturday as well. And on, the, the last 30, 40 laps were just craziness. People were dumping each other. It was kind of dirty, kind of bullshit. Wrecks, red flags. Wrecks, everything. Cautions. Yeah, you had everything. Um, but on the last restart, you had Austin Hill, who took the lead, from, I think, from John Hernemachek, who did a great job. Austin Hill, I'm talking about the previous restarts, to get the lead. And then um, Sheldon Creed did a good job getting past the 20 car, I think, on that last restart before the last restart um, to line up second. So Austin Hill, obviously if he wins the race, he's going to make it to the championship four. If he finishes second, he's probably good as well. Um, according to where Cole Custer was, which was he was back in like eighth or so, but he had a damaged car and he wasn't going, he wasn't going too far. And um, last restart comes, Austin Hill gets a bad start. Um, overdrive turn one kind of runs the two doors of two. Um, he clears them off two, and then the two kind of, hey, I'm gonna bump you back. Doesn't doesn't dump them. Doesn't do anything like that. Bumps them, moves them up the track. Gets side by side with them. Got tw- uh, 21 clears them off a of four again. Two does it again. Um, gets beside the 21. Um, moves up the track, and then they're they're door to door coming down the back stretch. 21 uh, <laughs> hits the two, door slams the two going into three. Um, the two kind of overdrives the corner, slides up. He clears 21, but slides up, hits the brakes to try to make the corner. Uh, 21 runs in the back of him, 
blows his radiator out, spins out Rex. Seven comes up and passes them both. And it's a drag race to the finish line. And the seven of Justin Algar wins the race and advances to championship four. It was a wild race to watch, a wild finish to watch. One of the craziest re- uh, finishes I've seen on the Xfinity Series in the past couple of years. I remember the, the 2021 Bristol race. Finish between AJ Allmendinger, Justin Allgaier, yeah, Riley Herbst, Austin Cedric, all that stuff. That was wrecking across the line. Kind of a similar deal here. Um, and then we had Austin Hill, uh, very upset of Sheldon Creed after the race, clapping to his pit crew and, you know, saying, good job that you fucked us both over, acting like they had anything to do with it, which they didn't. They're just <laughs> they're just part of Sheldon Creed's team. They had nothing to do with that. And then um, Andy Petrie is a video of Andy Petrie, you know, yelling at Sheldon Creed after he gets out the car. Uh, Richard Childress <laughs> has a quote saying, I've, dri- I've had p- a lot of people drive for me, but nobody's stupid as Sheldon Creed. Um, he's pissed off at Sheldon about how, how everything went down. Um, I got something. To- I got a lot to say about it, but I'll let you go first, Riley. What do you think about that whole situation? Um, so I think that everything on the track is about what you expect at Martinsville in that situation. Um, I can't really blame Sheldon Creed for anything he did. Um, if I, I mean, he picked the outside, which is commendable. If he really wanted to just fucking wreck the guy, he'd have picked behind him. If he wanted to, to, to pick behind Austin Hill on that last restart, um, he could have just picked the inside a second row, drove it in there deep on in turn one, shoved him up the hill and drove away if he wanted to. Uh, but he tried to race him straight up. He got a pretty good restart. You know, 21, dove it in there deep, missed the bottom, you know, slid up the track, which at that point, fair game. You run into me, I can run into you. So the two uh, falls in behind him, moves him up the track. Then the three, or the three, the 21 going into turn three, uh, decides to door slam him. Uh, which I think is the biggest mistake Austin Hill made all year. Um, if Austin Hill falls in behind him or races him straight up, he either wins a race or finishes second. And if he finishes second, he makes the, the championship four. It's two RCR cars. If he if he finishes second, if Austin Hill runs second to the two, there are two RCR cars in that the final four at home or at uh, Phoenix next weekend. So I think him turning left and door slamming him. Was the biggest mistake. You gonna cry about it? I've got uh, heartburn going <laughs> it on. Sound like you felt like you're crying, um, getting teared up. <laughs> but uh, so I think Austin Hill made a mistake there. I understand why he did it, but I just think it. You know, hindsight being twenty twenty, that's that's the wrong move there for him. Uh, I think if they race it, you know, door to door, there's a good chance Austin wins the race. Yeah, he'll he get had to run off the corner. Yeah, he had a better car than him. Yeah, um, you know, but then they race it out. Um, the two dives in there deep, slides up the track for whatever reason, slams on brakes. Austin Hill knocks radiator radiator out of the car, and you know the rest is history. Big wreck off a of, uh, off a of four on the final lap. Seven gets door to door with the two. They bump to the line, and seven wins. So uh, seven had no business winning that race. One of the RCR cars should have won that race. Uh, both of the drivers' hard headedness probably uh, cost them. I think. Austin Hill. Uh, I'm an Austin Hill fan. I know you don't like Austin Hill. I think Austin Hill's a really good race car driver. Um, I, I put him in the same boat as like, um, not talent wise, but like 
personality wise is like Denny Hamlin. Um, a lot of people don't like Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin, hell of a race car driver. A lot of people don't like him, um, which is understandable. I understand why people don't like Denny, and I understand why people don't like Austin. It's because Austin kind of bitches and moans a little bit sometimes. But um, I think Austin has every right to be upset uh, with his teammate there. I think I would be in the same position. I'd get out of the car saying the same shit that he said. Um, but... Um, you know, once you have time to calm down, I think Austin realizes that, you know, the two didn't really do a whole lot wrong. And I think he sent a tweet out, according to Eric uh, Step on his uh, YouTube uh, channel. He, he put up a, a YouTube video about the race and, and said that Austin, you know, kind of walked back his comments a little bit um, on Twitter. So, um, you know, I think as far as the racing goes, it's disappointing that that happened, especially if you're RCR. Um, one of those guys should have won the race. Both of them probably should have uh, advanced, I think. Uh, so that's where the disappointment is. As far as Andy Petrie and RCR go, um, or, or Richard, Childress, <laughs> yeah, Richard Childress go, um, that's unacceptable in my opinion. Uh, it doesn't matter if that guy's leaving or not. That's still your guy, right? Um, you know, you paid him to come race your car. He's done a hell of a job for you. He almost, he's almost won a ton of races. Um, you know, you think back to, um, Daytona, Daytona, just not going to be in the lot just like this. Yeah. You know, you, this race, he probably should have won. Um, you know, there's been Portland, several times he had probably the best car. Yeah. There's been several times he probably should have won and just circumstances kind of take it. Darlington last year. Yeah. That's what the one I was thinking about. Um, so uh, Sheldon, I like Sheldon as well. It's unfortunate that he's going to Joe Gibbs cause I can't root for a Joe Gibbs race car driver, but I nope. do, I do like Sheldon and I like Austin as well. So I actually wanted both of them to make it ahead of Cole Custer, even though he's in a Ford. Um, but, um, Richard Childress saying that, you know, he's the biggest idiot that's ever driven for him. Uh, Robbie Gordon drove for him. <laughs> so that's, I forgot about Robbie. That's a lie. Um, yeah, Robbie did some stupid shit. So, um, how that ended yeah. was even worse. Yeah. How bad Robbie drove. Exactly. So, other than road courses. Yeah. So um, that's not true. Um, but, uh, you know, the Sheldon's going to get out of that car and he's going to go race for Joe Gibbs and probably win two, three races next year. And, um, you know, good for him. He deserves to have a good ride. And Austin's going to stay there at the uh, at Richard Childress. He'll have Jesse Love as a teammate. And Austin Hill Jesse will be Love. yeah. Austin Hill will be a a championship contender next year as well. So um, I think it's good for NASCAR. Uh, I think these two are going to have a rivalry going forward um, in the Xfinity Series. And eventually, I think both of them are good enough to make it to the the Cup Series. Um, you know, but uh, I don't like what Richard Childress said. I don't like Andy Petrie going over there and talking shit like that. Uh, Shelton Creed gave a great interview at the end of the race. Um, you know, he, he knew what Austin said about him. He knew Austin was upset, Very gave a very professional interview and said, you know what, um, you know, this, this is what it is. You know, um, I'm leaving here next year. I try to do the best for my guys and we're going to go out in Phoenix and try to win the race because they deserve it. So, um, I like that interview by him. Um, not a huge fan of Austin's interview, but do understand why, uh, he was upset. Obviously, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 
I'm going to look at this incident just straight down the road. I'm not going to be biased because, you know, obviously I've liked Sheldon Creed. I've, I think he's a very talented race car driver. Doesn't win a whole lot of races, which you, which you have to do in, in NASCAR if you want to continue to move up to the ladder um, and eventually get the Cup Series. One. You have to be able to win races. Now, Daniel Hemrick's a little different. <laughs> um, he's going to college next year. He's only won one race his whole NASCAR career in the top three series. He's going to be in the Cup Series again for a second time. He's a little bit of an outlier. Most of the time, you have to be able to win races and win a lot of races in the lower series to get to the Cup Series level. That has nothing to do with this. Um, I think Sheldon, uh, like I said, I like Sheldon. He's going to probably go to JGR next year. Can't root for him then, which I hate, you know, but that's just that's who I am. I'm never going to root for a guy that goes to Toyota. I mean, I said this last week on this podcast. If Chase Elliott goes to JGR or if Ryan Blaney goes to JGR, I'm not a fan of theirs anymore. I just can't do it. It's just who I am. It's my DNA. Don't like Toyota. Never will. Um, this incident here, I think it's just hard racing, man. Austin Hill, he started this when he over when he didn't get a good restart, and you know he his to be fair, he said his spotter said the twenty had a run, and the twenty kind of fucked up because he's trying to get a run on the twenty one, and then he kind of just. I don't know what happened to 20 right there, but 21, either, no matter what happens, he still overdrove turn one and hit two car in the door, door slammed him. Hey, all right. Who was it that's pissed off at the 20? Sammy Smith. Yeah, that's right. Because he blocked him or something like that. Sammy probably had the best car all day. I know you didn't watch it, but Sammy Smith dominated the race pretty much. Um, This kind of strategy got him behind and he could never get back up there. Um. He's going to JGR next year, so I'll be at a root for Sammy because Sammy's a pretty cool, pretty cool guy. Um, He's a bitch. <laughs> but um, so when the two, when the twenty-one slams door slams the two, all right, all hands on deck now. Two moves him up the track, like I said, hard racing side by side, going into one does the same thing. What people I don't think are are, are fully understanding with this incident is, like you said, the twenty-one door slams the two going into three. So, first off, you know the two is way lower than what he was expecting to be going into three. Probably the lowest he's been all day. So, guess what you're going to try to do there? You're not comfortable with where you are in that situation. So, you're probably, you're probably going to underdrive or overdrive the corner. Last lap of the race, last corner, I'm going to overdrive it a little bit. And first, you know any, any other racetrack, how hard the 21 hit the two? What happens when you hit the wall at other racetracks with that amount of force? Your car get tight. Right? Your car gets super tight. You hit the wall. Is it possible that the two car got really, really fucking tight because of that hit from the 21? <laughs> yeah. He turned the car, but the car didn't turn back because of how hard that 21 hit him. I'm not saying that's why he overdrove tur- the turn three and four, but that's a possibility. Because that 21 car, I mean, we saw the smoke. It was a big hit from the 21 going into the 2 going into the 3. Got knocked off his line, lower than he's been all day probably, and then the the damage from that 21 hitting him probably caused him to for that car not to turn the way it's been turning the last 40 laps going into turn 3. I said, I'm not completely defending Sheldon Creek because he probably could have done a little better job of not allowing that 7 to get on the inside, give him that window, allow make the 7 car bump him and be a dragger between him and the 21. But, I mean, at that point, it's you're just trying to you're trying to just clear the 21 at that point because you know he's already unhappy with you, so you're just trying to clear him. 
two cars, it car didn't turn. Then he, he hit the brakes to help him turn to get the run off the corner. At that point, he knew, hey, I'm going to probably have somebody on the side of me. I'm going to try to get the best run I can and dial him in the corner off turn four. And it just didn't work. 21, he just happened to be there at the end. And to be fair, if 21, if he didn't have to blow the radiator out of his car, but like I said, it's last lap. You're not going to lift at any point. It's like a it's like a uh, plate race. You're, you're not going to lift. You're gonna you're gonna go for everything. It's the last corner, the last lap. So I don't blame twenty one for not lifting there. But hindsight, you could have lifted there a little bit, and you would have not blown the radiator out. But uh, I will say this: maybe, but I mean that twenty was slow in the middle of the corner. Like the, the two. Or yeah, the two was real slow. Yeah, you don't expect him to be that slow. So, but like you're, I, but you're like throttling up right there. I, I get what you're saying, but like I'm saying, the you two, expect him to be going. Yeah, I, I understand. I understand, but may, like I said, the the two had already suffered a whole lot of damage. Not a whole lot of damage. A, a decent amount of damage from the twenty one side swiping him down straight away, and him being way lower on the track going in three than he had been probably all day. Is there any possibility that the two car brake checked him? No. You don't think so? No, he's going for the win. He does not care what 21's doing at that point. Why would he care? He's just trying to win the race. He's trying to get the best run off the corner. So him, Because at this point, he knows there's going to be a car on the inside of him because how bad he's off the bottom at that point. He knows there's probably going to be a car on the inside of him coming, coming down the front stretch. So he's just trying to make the corner. He's just trying to make the corner. There's no, I don't think there's any foul. I, I agree. I agree. But there are a lot of people saying that maybe well, the they're two, fucking idiots. Two break they're Austin Hill want to want to be fanboys or whatever whatever you want to call it but end of the day i think all that was racing incident i think austin hill kind of fucked himself like you said if he doesn't side swipe the two car there and he just kind of they're they're door to door going in three and four i think 21 has a possibility of getting the run off the corner and winning the race or if not just finish the second with the two car yeah and you're still in the championship for i think i think rcr is the biggest culprit the they have the most blame in this situation. Yeah. Because if they could have relayed to the 21, hey, we don't need to win here. That's Just true. Follow that two car. And Austin said that. He said he had no idea about the point situation and how yeah. it how it needed to be. All he out. needed to do is finish second to that two car and they both make it. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, his spotter, his crew chief. Yep. Um, they should have been in his ear. Um, and, and it's. You think the grandfather clock just got. No, I don't think it had anything. It was like we got to win. I want to win this race. Fuck about winning the race. I mean, they do care about winning the race, but it's about the playoffs. It's about the championship right there, and he's he thinks he needs to win. So, well, no, I'm not saying about Austin. I'm saying the team. Is that why they didn't relay relay the information to him? No, I I think I don't know why they didn't. Maybe they didn't know. Maybe they couldn't give it to him. Which if they there's a stat guy on that team they, on that pit box that's supposed to know all that shit. Yeah, there there should be. But um, you know, I do want to say this about RCR. And it's the last thing I'll say on this subject. Um, you don't let me get to that yet. <laughs> I haven't got to the the comp. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give your give your okay. synopsis first. All right. So after the race, Sheldon Creek is out of his car, and like you said, he got um. Andy Petrie bitching at him about, you know, you don't race like that. You don't fucking do that to your teammate or whatever. Then you got Richard Childers saying what he said to reporters after the race. Um, there's a good reason why Sheldon Creed's leaving. And, and kind of like he said, he's like, obviously, Sheldon even said, it, he's like, obviously, they like Austin Hill. He's won four races for him. He's done a lot of good for him in the Xfinity Series the past couple of years. 
he didn't really, he didn't even say he had no problem with it. But it's like if the roles reversed, I don't think they're even saying anything to Austin Neal. And they're not bitching at Austin Neal for anything that goes on. There's favoritism. And as much as you want to try to steer clear of that, there's favoritism in RCR. Especially when you're leaving and the guy is staying when he could have probably went to the Cup Series next year. He's staying with that team. Of course you're going to have favoritism towards him. Yeah, he's, he's sticking with us while this guy is kind of bail, jumping ship. But that's probably why he's leaving because of this shit. Um I mean, we, our, Richard Childers for years, I mean, he's he, he's got his own grandson in the Cup Series. When we all know Austin Dillon is not, I don't think. He probably deserves to be in the Cup Series. He, he does, but for as long as the leash as he's had, yeah. RCR probably a longer leash than anybody else would get in the Cup Series. I mean, hell, we saw him get rid of Daniel Hemrick in 2019 after one year. <laughs> one year, and he didn't run that much worse than Austin Dillon that year. To be fair, they did put Tyler Reddick in the guard. I, I understand that, but the they best Xfinity driver. I, I get it, I get it. But for somebody for for Richard Childress, this is not a. It's not like he's always been fair to this is what drivers. That's what I've. Yeah, so it's like I understand why Sheldon Green wants to get the fuck out of there, and it shows the culture at RCR. Either with us or against us. You're with us or against us. We saw the thing with Tyler Reddick last year. The timing couldn't be worse. You know, in this, I've never had a driver be as stupid as Sheldon Creed. I'll tell you what, you might, if you want to think that, sure, go ahead. But there's been a lot less talented guys that have driven for you and that have not even come close to winning races in your series than Sheldon Creed. Sheldon Creed has contended for wins, not maybe week in, week out, but he's contended for wins at least 10 to 12 times in his Xfinity career. He was a fucking, you know, he's a bumper away from making the fucking championship four. Yeah. In this race. Yeah. And you're talking shit about him. Yeah. So, and he's could have won multiple races this year and last year just didn't work out. And maybe that has a little bit to do with Sheldon just not closing the race or just, just how things work. But it's not like Sheldon Creed is a bad race car driver. He's a very talented guy. He just hasn't been able to get over that hump. And for you to say something like that, just because you're upset that both of your guys could have did some sketchy shit that could have that could have helped both of them make the championship four, you're blaming it all on Sheldon Creed. Instead of putting some of the blame on your golden boy, Austin Hill. So that's the problem I have with RCR and, and uh, Andy Petrie. And, and he's always been that way. And, and that's, Go ahead. And that's the issue. So you think back to... Robbie Gordon, when he left, I'm pretty sure he got fired halfway through through 2004, if I remember correctly, because Jeff Burton took that ride over halfway through that year um, or at the end or when the playoffs started or whatever. I know there's some bullshit. I don't remember exactly what it was. Yeah. Um, Then you you think about Kevin Harvick. The way he left um, was messy. Yep. the, Why exactly? Why I'm leaving RCR? Yeah, I got them, got them Silver Spoon kids coming up yep, through here. Don't know respect. Yeah. So um, I was at Martinsville too. <laughs> and then you've got truck race. Uh, last year you got Tyler Reddick. The way he left. Mm-hmm. This is this is an ongoing issue at RCR. The reason that they lose drivers like Sheldon Creed, Kevin Harvick, Tyler Reddick is because of the favoritism they show to their guys. It's there's no doubt in my mind that the three car gets more money, more effort if they have an A part and a B part. The three cars getting it. There's no doubt in my mind in the Cup Series. 
And there's no doubt in my mind it ain't the same way for the 21 and the 2 in the Xfinity series because he shows favoritism. And I'm not saying that doesn't happen in other series or, or other teams, but it's obvious. It's obvious at RCR. And it's obvious that RCR has his guys, and if you're not one of his guys, he's going to talk shit about you. And that's the way he did with Tyler Reddick. It's the way he did with Sheldon Creed. It's the way he did with Kevin Harvick when Kevin left. You are either RCR for life, or you're a piece of shit. And um, that's just not right, in my opinion. Um, I understand being upset if you got a guy like Tyler Reddick leaving. Like, you don't want this guy that you put all this effort and time into, you know, walking out the door. I understand that. But, you know, there's some things that you can say and there's some things that you can't say. And and calling a driver the stupidest driver you've ever had when he's still Still racing for you. (laughs) um, And literally was a fucking a bumper away from getting you into the championship four of that series. Does he say that if Sheldon Creed beats Justin Argyle to the line? Probably not. I don't think so. Uh, he might. Maybe. Maybe. You you would hope not. That would be stupid. Because, you know, you're making it to the championship. Yeah. You would hope not. Yeah. But, you know, in my opinion, like I said, this incident kind of just is what it is. I don't really put a whole lot of blame on either driver. But if you had a gun to my head and said, whose fault is it? It's Austin Hills. And it's RCRs. Because... Austin Hill, all he's got to do is finish second to Sheldon Creed. And if he doesn't door slam him into three, come to the white, he finishes second to Sheldon Creed. At, to the checkered. At, no, it was, he door slammed him. Talking about the first door slam or the second door slam? The one where he like drove him down to the wall on the back stretch and door slammed him. Back to the guardrail. Yeah. That was coming to the checkered. Okay. And then that was that, before and that's when he came that's up. That's when he overdrove the corner because he's probably been the lowest he's been all day. Yeah, so that was my argument. Um yeah, so that's that's probably the the worst thing that happened, but it's understandable why why it happened cuz you you want to force him down, you want to squeeze him and you know, you want to to put him in a bad spot, but putting him in a bad spot puts you in a worse spot. So, um you know, if anybody's to blame, it's RCR and and Austin Hill, but you know me being me, you know that's that's racing, that's short track racing, that shit happens. That's short track racing. Um, you know, I don't really get a whole. I don't get mad at things like this when it happened at short tracks. I don't get mad at drivers when they do shit like this. Um, you know, I I understand Denny's argument a couple of years ago. I've under I understood. Uh, Wait, Denny's argument. What are you talking about here? Um, when you know he was here at Martinsville, Uh-oh. I understand Denny's argument like, here. At he Martinsville. was in this room. I understood, you know, uh, Austin, not Austin, fucking Alex Bowman's argument. Um, Chase oh, Elliott's, okay, okay. All, you know, all those incidents. I understand both sides. It's short track racing when you when you come down to it. And Denny was right when he said that, and Joey was right when he said it. Um. This shit happens at short tracks. You go to your Saturday night short track, you fucking watch a street stock race. This is the shit that happens. Now, granted, it's not for the fucking NASCAR Xfinity Championship, the second highest, you know, oval championship in the country, in the world. 
granted, it's it's for a five hundred buck check at the end of the night at, at Anderson Motor Speedway, but racing's racing. You put forty three guys on a track, thirty six guys, whatever it is, on a short track. This shit happens. So there's really there's a lot of blame to go around. It's probably fifty fifty. Um, this shit happens. Uh, so I'm not really mad at anybody other than Richard Childress and Andy Petrie. Uh, because of what they said, because I don't really think that that's professional. Uh, you own a race team, uh, you got to be better than that. I agree. I agree. Well, Eric Camarola had a great day on Sunday. <gasps> Probably his best run of the year, by far his best run of the year. Um, But he announced earlier on in the weekend that he will not Never heard of. Be coming back to start Hosh Racing next year. Not a surprising move. We all kind of predicted it. And, uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, what do you think Eric Amarillo will do next year? And what do you think, and who do you think Sword Hosh will replace that 10 car next um, year? More than likely, it's Cole Custer, uh, in my opinion. Um, there's not a lot of people that I can think of that don't really have plans for next year. Um, there might be one that I'm just not thinking of. Uh, I'm wait. I'm gonna tell my prediction when I get to this. Okay. There, there might be one that I'm not thinking of. It. it are you talking about Matt DiBenedetto? No, I wish, but no. That'd be nice. That's see, that's the only one I can other, other think of right now is mm. is is Matty D. Um, There's another one. There probably is that I'm just not thinking of. There but, is another um, Cup Series, Xfinity Series, or trucks right now. None <laughs> of the above. He was in Cup. <laughs> oh. Noah Gregson. Yeah, that's been on the hot. Yeah, see, I don't know why I didn't for, didn't think about that. That's also a good possibility. I think if Stewart was smart, it'd be Cole Custer. I think Cole Custer is a better race car driver than Noah Gregson, in my opinion. Um, but, you know, Noah Gregson wouldn't be a terrible, uh, terrible uh, fit for that. But um, I, th- I, think, I think Cole Custer is the right guy to put in that car. Um, as you can see, those those Stuart Haas Fords are not. So who takes over the double zero in the Xfinity series? If that happens, <sighs> Matt DiBenedetto. Maybe. Um, you know, it's there's a bunch of dominoes that are going to need to fall. Um, as as far as Eric goes, he probably should have retired last year. Um, you know, they convinced him to come back. He probably didn't want to come back. Money reasons. Yeah, they, they you know, he <laughs> We made, need that Smithfield sponsor. Yeah, he made a lot of money to come back. And, yeah. you know, Tony Stewart had that car pretty much fully sponsored this year because he came back. But um, Eric probably should have retired last year. And, um, you know, they, they've been terrible all year, hadn't been competitive at all. Like, this is the first time all year um, they've been competitive. Maybe they're competitive once. Maybe it was. I like think they were good New in New Hampshire because he's always good in New Hampshire. Um, I think he might have been pretty good there. But um, you know, having having somebody like Cole Custer, Noah Gregson, Matt DiBenedetto, somebody like that in that car, that car is going to run. How about uh, probably, there's a guy that nobody's talking about here, Riley Embry. 
Hey, I'll get that motherfucker. <laughs> I bet you I'd run 30th in it. Yeah, you probably, if that. I bet you I'd run 30th in that car. Could you beat J.J. Yaley? Yes. B.J. McLeod? Yes. Ryan Newman. You ain't passing that motherfucker. You better qualify. Nah, that motherfucker get moved, baby. <laughs> you get moved. You ain't gonna pass Ryan Newman, I'll I'm tell a, you that. If I'm a NASCAR driver, I'm going up to Newman before the race. First race I ever run. I'm gonna shake his hand, be like, Newman, been a fan. Love you. But if you You're great. say it. <laughs> but if I come up to your bumper, you don't get out of my way, I'm moving your ass. And it's no disrespect, but I know how you are. I ain't yeah. even gonna fuck with it. You're getting moved. <laughs> Just ain't no you fuck know. with you. You ask, go get moved. <laughs> it's no disrespect, but I just that's I ain't actually, got time for that. That's shit. actually a pretty good idea. Hey Newman, respect you, bud. You better get the fuck out of my way when I get up to you. Because <laughs> I ain't fucking with it. And I get out of the car. You want to fight? We'll fight after the race. Whatever we take. But I need that spot, homie. I'm gonna need that spot. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, I think I think Cole Custer's the right man for the job. You got a uh, cup experience. You sent him down to the Xfinity series to get, you know, he's got some confidence back. He's running at the front every week. He's got a chance to win a championship. Um, I think he's the right guy for the job. I think he's a better, better guy to put in that car than Noah. Uh, but if they do put Noah in that car, I'd understand why. Um, but uh, as far as Eric goes, um, like I said, probably should have re- retired last year. Didn't came back for some money. Understandable. Can't, uh, can't knock the hustle. Um, but you know, next, I don't expect to see him in, in really anything next year. Um, maybe run a Xfinity race here or there, but you know, I don't, I don't really expect him to, to be popping up on the radar, um, too much as far as driving goes. Maybe, you know, put him in the NASCAR race hub, uh, you know, lineup. Bruchies isn't there enough. Yeah. So Drew uh, Blickensturfer. Eric was never. A terrible race car driver, um, but uh, also was never one of the guys that you really feared to go out and win a race. So, um, it, it, if you told me that you know you'd race for however long, fifteen years, he's been in the Cup Series, you know, yeah, win a around. win a couple races, make a bunch of money. Yeah, I, I would take have that. a bacon sp- sponsorship. Yeah, I'd take that. So, <laughs> um, he's had a decent career, uh, better than a lot of guys have. So, um, you know, congratulations to Eric. You know, he's going to move on and uh, be a stay at home dad, probably. So, um, but uh, I think Cole Custer is the right guy for the car. Um, yeah, it, um, uh, when Eric retires or not retires because he he never said to say he's going to move on from Stuart Haas not be full-time Cup Series next year um, there's only two people left that I grew up watching and that was Kyle Busch and Martin Truex Jr. and uh, Truex will probably be next year or probably his last year we said that past couple of years but Truex probably it and then Kyle Busch he's probably got he's probably got another three maybe four I think Kyle Busch hangs it up. But, um, yeah, Eric's never been the best, the greatest driver in the world. He's never blown me off the radar. You know, it's, oh, my God, man, this this guy's really good. He's just been kind of solid. Like, when his cars are good, he can run good. Like, he can run up front. Like, we saw that this weekend at Martinsville. Like, all four short Haas cars were up in the top 12 for a lot of the race. You know, when you give him a good car, he can run up there and run up front take care of it and maybe have a shot to win at the end not normally but he can 
And, you know, the past couple of years, Surtoff's struggling. Like, he's been awful. Um, and he won a race for him a couple of years ago at New Hampshire, to be fair. He he got that done, got in the playoffs, but then he got eliminated around the 16 um, pretty quickly just because cars were not that good and he's not a top-level driver. Um, and then we've seen that uh, when 2018, when all four Surtoff's cars were amazing, they were the best – the best team in NASCAR in 2018 with Harvick, Almirola, uh, Clint Boyer, and Kurt Busch. They all made the fa- uh, round of eight. Now, I think only one of them made the championship four, which was Harvick. But, I mean, all the, all the other three made it to the cha- uh, round of eight. I mean, Eric Almirola ain't never sniffed a round of eight before then because all four short house cars were good. So, Alcamarola Marola has always been the guy, if you give him great equipment to race in, he will run pretty damn good with it. He probably won't win the race, but he'll run top five to top ten all day. And that's how I kind of uh, give Eric Marola, that's kind of what I remember Eric Marola for. It's just, you give him great great cars, great equipment, he'll run top ten with it. He probably won't win the race, but he'll, get, he'll run top ten. And if you give him awful equipment, like we've seen the past couple of years, not so good equipment, he's going to run 25th. 20th to 25th, and that's what he's been pretty much all year. Had a great run this weekend at Martinsville. I'm happy to see that um, because he's one of those. He's still one of the 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 guys that I remember watching growing up a little bit. Like not a not a whole lot, and he wasn't ever really that good, but he was still one of the guys when I was a kid. He'd come up through the Xfinity Series. He raced for uh, Junior Motorsports a little bit, so that was that was. I remember him in that in that uh, I think it was that eight car in the Xfinity series. I, I can't remember, but uh, he had some good runs. And then you know, got the Cup series race for. I think it was the eighty eight. Eighty eight, maybe yeah. Um, and then he raced for RPM or Chapter Motorsports for a long time and got one win, rain short at Daytona. Um, had some good runs here and there, but um, you know, I'll I'll, I'll miss Eric Amarola. It's kind of like Paul Menard. He's like a he's like a little bit more talented version of Paul Menard. That's how I remember Eric Amarola. And um, I think he'll do a lot of Xfinity, not a lot, but he'll do a he'll do a part-time schedule for, I think, trucks and Xfinity next year. I think that's what I've heard in the NASCAR realm of uh, what'll, what he'll do next year. He still wants to race, but he just doesn't want to do it full-time. He wants to spend more time with his family. So I can see him racing part-time for a certain team or two in the cups or in the truck series and the Xfinity series and kind of just trying to um, – Scratch that itch still. Just kind of have getting them car races, race every couple weeks, um, and continue to have that because he still has that hunger to race. Like he won a, a Xfinity race at uh, Sonoma mm-hmm. earlier in the year. So he could do that next year. I could see that possibly, uh, possibly happening for Eric. Um, as far as who gets that 10 car next year, he kind of already said, I think it's going to be Noah Gregson. It could be Cole Custer. Um, if Cole wins the championship this weekend, maybe it will be Cole Custer. But um, a lot of rumors have said it's going to be Noah Gregson no matter what happens. And uh, I, I kind of have Cole Custer and Noah Gregson in that same little realm. I think maybe Cole's a little bit better than Noah, but it's very close. Um, you know, either way, I think you'll be okay. I still think Thornton has to get their cars right before it matters who the driver is because you're going to have a young lineup next year. I mean, you're going to have. Josh Berry, he'll be a rookie in the Cup Series. He's like 31, 32 years old, but he's going to be a rookie in the Cup Series. Never raced a full season in the Cup Series. He's going to be new. Chase Briscoe, he's in his, this will be his fourth year, so he's still young gun. Um, 
Then you got uh, Ryan Priest. This will be his second year next year in the 41 car. And then if you put Noah Gregson or uh, Cole Custer in it, they're still being there. It'll be Noah's second year, and it'll be Cole's fourth or fifth year. So nobody has more than five years' experience in this in the Cup Series with SHR next year, no matter who they go with. So um, it's going to be a challenge, no matter who you put in that 10 car next year. It's going to be a lot of uh, leadership that needs to be Somebody needs to step up next year for Stuart Haas if they want to get where they want to go. And I think I start with, Stuart, uh, with Tony Stewart. We've talked about this on, on this podcast this year that Tony Stewart has been hardly at any of the races this year other than when the races he's covered for Fox, uh, for Fox in the, uh, in the booth. Almost any the other race, we've never seen Tony Stewart at any of the race, races this year. So um, SHR is in a bit of a rebuild, especially with Harvick leaving because he was their one bright spot. He's the one that could take a 15th place car and run top five with it. Um, he did that a few times this year, challenged for some wins every now and then. Never got the job done, but now he's leaving. So now you gotta have somebody step up in that, in um, at that team. And I don't know if it's gonna be Chase Briscoe, if it's gonna be Ryan Priest, if it'll be Josh Berry his rookie year. That's gonna be hard. That's gonna be kind of hard to, to tell a rookie to be the leader of the team. But SHR is going through a big, a big moving period, like a big transition that they're gonna have to adjust well. They're gonna be, they'll be back there with Rick Ware racing. Like they'll be top twenty-five. There'll be no guy that even which is where they've been a lot of the year. Yeah, other than the four. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. They have, they have to make the transition uh, smoother, a lot more smoother than what they've been running the past couple of years. Because you take out that four car. I love to see how many top fives, top tens the other three cars have the past couple of years because I guarantee you it is a very small sample size. Yeah, it's uh, it's been dominated by the four, that's for sure. Um, Eric retiring, uh, who you put in that car, as we've talked about, is very important. Um, got a very young lineup with with the guys that you have there now. Uh, Josh Berry, not young as far as age goes, but young with with experience. Um, Cole Custer would be pretty much your most experienced driver if you put him back in that car. So uh, we'll see. I think Noah Gregson would be the wrong driver. I'm just going to say that now. I think Eric. Uh, I, I think I think replacing Eric is it's important to put somebody that's going to be consistent. I think. You know, Cole's probably not got the upside that Noah Gragson has, uh, but he's, I think he's a more consistent driver and I think he's more reliable. So, um, you know, I think, I think the, I think Cole Custer's probably the guy that I would put. And I think, I know a lot of the rumors are saying Noah, but I think he's more likely uh, just based on his family relationship with Stuart Haas Racing, uh, his relationship with Stuart Haas Racing. Um, I, th- I think that's more likely. And I know Ford doesn't like to put controversial people in their cars because they try to put Kyle Larson in one of the uh, Stuart Haas cars before, and Ford said no. So um, That's true. I, I, I think... I think the double zero is going to lose their driver in the Xfinity series. And they're going to try to be uh, maybe put Noah Gragson in that car. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think Cole Custer probably get this car in the, uh, the, the, uh, the 10 car uh, next year. Okay. Be inter- interesting to see what they do. When do you think they'll announce who's in that 10 car and all that stuff? Could it be this weekend? 
Mm, I think they'll wait. Now, a little now while. they announced that Eric's not coming back this week. Anything they'll announce? No, I think next I think they're probably still waiting on like sponsorship and stuff. So I think they probably already know, but I think it'll be a while. Maybe so it'll be in, like December, in December before we know. Yep. I got you. I got you. All right. Well, we got the championship four previews for all three cup or all three cup series, all three series this weekend at Phoenix. We got the trucks, the, the Xfinity, and the Cup Series. Uh, I think the trucks race Friday night. The Xfinity races Saturday evening, and then the uh, Cup Series races Sunday, Sunday, three p.m. Sunday afternoon. So um, we'll go ahead and start off with the trucks. The final four for the trucks, if I'm not mistaken, are. Grant Enfinger, Ben Rhodes, Carson Hosevar, and Corey Heim. Yep. Damn, I'm good. <laughs> and and that was in descending order from fourth to first, too. Really? Descending order. Hell yeah. Um, Riley, who do you think? Uh, who do you think? We'll, we'll, we'll give our prediction at the end of the episode, but um, your preview for the race. Who do you think is going to be good? Who do you think is going to be Well, you know, I, I'll be honest. I had to watch a ton of truck racing this year. Um but I do know that uh, you know Carson's been very good all year, uh, and Corey has been very good all year. Grant's been good too. Uh, Ben's kind of lucked his way in uh, to the championship four. He had uh, a great strategy call that got they got lucky at Homestead. Yeah, the reason yeah. why he's in this, so he, he's kind of lucked his way in here. Uh, probably it should have probably been Zane Smith. Yeah, probably should have been Zane Smith. But um, it'll be one of these four that win the race. Um, I, I, the truck if, series, the truck if, series has been different the past couple of years. If it's not Ty Majeski, Ty Majeski could win this race. Since they got caught with that air, yeah, the tire ain't working no more. They've been, been kind of struggling. <laughs> That's why I didn't make the championship four. <laughs> but Ty Majeski could win this race. Zane Smith, Nick Sanchez, uh, you know, really any of these guys uh, could win the race that are, that made the playoffs. But I think it's going to be one of the championship four this year. Um, and you know, to be honest, I think it's going to be Ben Rhodes, even though he's probably the least likely or the least deserving uh, candidate. Um, he won a championship last year, uh, and he won this race last year. So, did he? Yeah, I know he won the championship two years ago. Did he win the race last year? year? Did he not win the championship last year? No, that's two years ago. Zane Smith won it last year. God damn, I'm getting old. <laughs> that was two years ago when he was drunk as fuck in his yeah. interview? Yeah, and the Bud Light. Yeah, and the, drinking the Bud Light, yeah. Okay, well, he won this ago. race two years ago, won the championship. I don't know if he won the race. He Pretty won the sure championship, though. I, that's what I'm saying. Truck Series. Truck Series was the only series of where you don't Either necessarily way, have to win matter. the race to win the championship. I'm picking fucking Ben Rhodes. This motherfucker going to win it. You ain't supposed to tell who you're picking. I'm picking Ben Rhodes. Okay. Does that count against our pick'em? No. Oh. Um, God damn. Yeah. I I, piss again. I've watched uh, I've watched a little bit more truck series than you have this year. Corey Hines been the class of the field all year long. He's been stupid fast. for. He sucks, um, though. He's going up to the uh, cup. Uh, cup. He's going up to the Xfinity Series next year, I believe. So. No, I think he actually is coming back for the truck. I can't remember. Anyway, Corey Hines been super fast all year long. The best car or best truck all year long. Most consistent truck all year long. You know, you've had guys that had spurts like the 98 time. Jesse been faster for a lot of weeks. Zane Smith was faster earlier on in the year. Um, Nick Sanchez had a little bit of a run there where he was really fast. But um, at least four guys 
Um, it's gonna it's gonna be hard to beat Corey High, man, and um, Tricon Garage. They've been really fast all year, so I, I'm kind of leaning towards Corey, who I'm gonna pick. But I think it'll be like I said, truck series is different than the other two series. I mean, we've seen a lot of years where the where the truck champion has not won the race. We've seen you know one guy, a non playoff guy, just hit the setup right, whether it's been at Homestead or Phoenix, and uh, they win the race. Uh, I remember in 2021, I think Chandler Smith, he was not in the Final Four. He won this race, um, the the Phoenix race, and uh, Ben Rhodes, I think, won the championship that year. Last year, I think um, it, Zane Smith might have won it, but I can't quite remember. But I remember in 2019 or 2018 when when uh, Matt Crafton won his final, his last championship in the Truck Series, he finished like second or third. Didn't win a race all year, but still won the championship. I think Austin Hill won that race that year. So uh, Truck Series is different. But uh, I think all four guys are pretty deserving um, to to and wouldn't be a total shocker that they win this race, win this championship. Um, ben Rhodes is probably the one that I just that pussy, man. yeah he uh, Ben Rhodes is probably the one that really hasn't deserved it all year. I don't even know if he's won. I think he's won one race. He might have won the Daytona race. I can't remember. But he's been the one that's really hasn't shown a whole lot of race winning speed a lot this year. The other three have with with Corey Heim, Grant and Fingers been really good on the mile and a halfs, and um, who's the other one? Uh, Did you say Corey Heim? Carson 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 He's probably the the guy that I'm looking towards secondly. Um, he's had a breakout year. He's won four races. Uh, went at Homestead to get into this uh, race because he was, I think he was down in points before winning that race at Homestead. So he's a dangerous one, especially when he comes to, he'll do anything he do, anything that is required for him to win a race or a championship. So I think our shows for, he might take, he might be in the mix late in the race. He might take a playoff guy out <laughs> and then the other guy might come in and swoop. That's what, that's right. That's uh that might be when Ben Rhodes swoops in and takes the championship exactly. away from both of them. If he's battling like Car- uh, Corey Heim or somebody on a late free start. But uh, uh, I'm leaning towards Corey Heim. I think he's going to be hard to beat. He's been just so fast all year long for uh, Tricon Garage. Uh, probably right, but fastest guy rarely wins a championship these days. That's true. That's true. What about the Xfinity? Xfinity series. Uh, I think it is uh, Sheldon Creed, Wrong. Austin Hill. Nope. <laughs> No, it's um, Justin Allgaier, uh, John Hernemachek, Sam Mayer, and Cole Custer. Facts. Yeah. Not in order this time. Ah, sorry. I'm off my game now. Um, this race is probably the best race of the weekend. No. You know, the the Sony Series always puts on the best show, especially for last weekend with the drama and the RCR group. And everyone was, <laughs> that, could, that could blow up. You could have... Who knows what what will happen on Saturday? Probably not be a whole lot because Phoenix sucks as a racetrack. So um, it sucks that they're we're still doing this fucking Phoenix thing. We'll still we'll still we're still doing it next year as well, which sucks because Phoenix is, does not deserve to be a championship race finale the way we got this point system set up. But yeah, dealt uh, dealt the cars that or you uh, what's that saying? You uh, you play the hand that is dealt to you. And um, you play the hand that dealt to you. Yeah, that's it. So um, I'm leaning towards John Harnemachek again. Toyota, he's really fast. He's been the best guy all year. He's got six wins, I believe, maybe seven. And 
hasn't shown the speed that we're normally seeing from the 20 car the past couple weekends, but maybe they've been putting a lot of the resources into just getting top five finishes and getting enough points to advance away into Phoenix. They're going to be really good at Phoenix, but um, lean toward John, John Hunter but you know, I picked this guy last year to win the championship in Xfinity series. He didn't get it done. Um, Justin Allgaier won last weekend, got some momentum. I think Justin Allgaier might finally win his championship. You know, that's not a terrible pick, but you're wrong. Um, <laughs> Justin, he's just not clutch. Um, you know, that's that may be strange to say after, you know, he kind of clutched up one to uh, make it into the Final Four uh, this year. But, uh, you know, he's uh, he's been here before. Uh, he's very good at Phoenix. Uh, I just don't trust him to, you know, win it when it matters. So, uh, I think John Hunter's got to beat. I think, you know, because he won this race in the spring. Nope. Who did? Sammy Smith. Okay, his teammate won this race <laughs> in the spring. Yeah, lucky with that shit. Um, he was very fast, if I'm not mistaken. Probably should have won the race. Uh, I remember. I no, watched, Sammy Smith dominated the race. I watched the race. The 20 was up there. Yeah, he was, but he was not race winning speed. Okay, whatever. Chandler Smith, that's when Chandler Smith and Kyle Busch were about wrecked each yeah, other. Yep, 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 yep. But guess who didn't have the speed to win the race? Who? The seven, the one, or the double zero? Guess what? A lot of shit changes. Did uh, Some people train. Did, did Joe Logano should have won the race back in the spring here yes. last year? Yeah. No, he should have. every lap except for the last uh, Okay, then. I don't think you remember that race correctly. I don't. A lot of shit changes in the spring to the Some fall. Some people change. That's Just because you're not good in the spring, does that mean you're going to be not good in the fall or vice yeah. versa? Well, it's going to be a good race. I think it's going to... Honestly, I think it's going to come down to the 7 and the 20. Um, I think those are the two uh, that are going to be... Sam Mayer has been on fire. Yeah, sure. But um, has he ever been good at any short track ever? No, other than his Bristol win in the truck series. He almost won the damn Martins race last year when he got punched. Yeah, guy sucks. (laughs) Um, Sam Mayer, not going to win the championship. Cole Custer, probably not going to win the championship. He probably go out there and dominate. Might, but he's probably going to lose a race. Um, And he's going to lose at a 20. I think 20 is going to win it. Um. So right now we got the, you're going with the 99 in the trucks, the 20 in the Xfinity. Yeah. I'm going with the. Who the fuck did I go with? Sam. Uh, oh, the 11. Uh, Corey Heim. Corey Heim. Yeah. And I'm going with the seven of Justin Allgaier in the Xfinity. But yeah. So now this one, we're just gonna preview. We're not gonna tell you who go who gonna win the championship in the Cup Series. We're just gonna pe- preview between the four guys. So who's in it? We got J.J. Yaley. Yep. We got Todd Dillon. Mm-hmm. We got Cody Ware. Yep. And we got John, John West Townley. Ah, fuck, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, I apologize. Um, no, for real, though, we got Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell, Ryan Blaney, and William Byron <gasps> in the Cup Series Championship. Only one Toyota that we got to deal with this weekend. Only one Ford, though. So it's a problem. Yeah, it's two Chevys. It's no problem. You're a Ford guy. I'm not a Ford. You drive a Ford. Just <laughs> I drive a Ford. Yes, I like Ford. And I like Chevy. I don't really. That's for other people to, to worry about. I'm not. I've never been that guy. You're not that guy, pal. I'm not I, that guy. I am that guy, pal. Well, okay, you're that guy, pal, but you root for fucking Junior Motorsport Chevys in the Xfinity Series. That's because there's zero bro- Fords in the Xfinity Series. Storthaus. Ryan Sieg Racing. There's zero <laughs> Fords in the Xfinity Series. 
<laughs> you got Brett Moffat's team. AM Racing. I don't give a fuck about that. And you don't even like Brett Moffat. There's I no love Brett good, Moffat. There's no good Fords in the Xfinity. Yeah, series. I mean, fucking Double Zero might win the championship. And if the 98 would have made the playoffs, he'd be in the championship right now. Riley yeah, Herbst. It's Cole Custer and Riley Herbst. I don't give a fuck about either of yeah, them. Okay, fair. Preview, right. preview the championship four at Phoenix for the Cup Series. Well, they're going to go in there, and they're going to run, and they're going to run, and they're going to run, and there's going to be a caution of about 30 to go, and whoever wins the race off pit road is going to win the race. Um, so that's unfortunate. Um, it's going to come down to who's got the best pit crew. Um, it's going to come down to you know who can have just the most consistent pit crew all day, who can have the best restarts, because uh, it's impossible to pass um, at Phoenix. It's impossible to pass a Phoenix, especially with this uh, this new car, uh, this next gen car. So um, it's uh, it's probably going to be the third worst race of the three um, this weekend. I don't expect that uh, any of the you know I don't expect that that, that any of the non playoff guys would be that competitive. Uh, maybe Brad will be running top five. You know, of course, if these guys are running top four, there's got to be one in the top five. Um, you know, Brad Keselowski probably going to be strong. Chris will be up there in top ten. Uh, but uh, it'll uh, it's it's going to come down to one of these guys going to win the race. Oh! Yeah, one of these guys going to win the race. Um, I'm not going to tell you who I think that is, even though you guys already know who I'm picking. Um one of these guys is going to win the race. I think I think the guy that's in the most trouble just based on the track is Christopher Bell. Um, has not shown a lot of speed here ever. Um, this is his first championship four. No, it's not. Second championship four. You sure? Equals the same amount as timeout. Kyle no, Larson. No, this is his first. Second. When did he make it? Last year. He won Martinsville last year. Oh, fuck, you're right. God almighty. So this is the That's this being the Raleigh Embry podcast about NASCAR, and he would just give you wrong facts so I for an hour and a half. I lied to you. It's the 12. I lied. It's the 12 and the 24s first. Yes. Yes. So I knew it was two people. I the guys. I thought the 12 had made it before. One guy is boning his sister. Yes. So we got brother-in-laws racing for the championship. We got teammates. He'd wreck his mama for a championship. We've got Christopher Bell. Sorry, what did you say again? Teammates racing. Brother-in-laws oh, okay, racing. Okay. Teammates. Um, but uh, yeah, I like I said, I think the twenty car is in the most trouble, uh, just because he's not shown a ton of speed here. Um, he was decently fast till his pit crew fucked up at the end of the race last year. I don't think he would have touched 22, but he was. I, he was and that's another. You bring up a good point there. Pit crews. His is not fucked good. Up yep. A fucked lot. up a lot. Even though they've changed it, it's still fucking up. So, um, like I said, it's going to come down to a pit stop at the end, like it always does. Whoever wins the race off pit road at the end, probably going to win the race. And um, I don't trust the 20 uh, to get that done, but I'll tell you who I trust the most. A little bit later on. I think this race will be a snoozer, like the past couple of years that Phoenix mm-hmm. have been. Um, 
Come out track position, man. Qualifying's gonna be huge. I think Phoenix, you'll be able to pass a little bit easier at Phoenix than you can at Martinsville just because the track is wider. You got a little bit more grooves. You can use that high line. God damn it. Why do you say it every time I need a goddamn? <laughs> That's the first time I've said it when you need a uh, when you've needed a beer. Oh, you need said last time you said it, I need Okay. Right. I don't remember I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't remember that, but uh yeah, multi-groove track, that's the only good thing about Phoenix. You can kind of move around a little bit, gain some speed, especially tires start to get worn. Hopefully Goodyear brings the same tire from Martinsville as they do at Phoenix this weekend. Um, a little bit more of a wear and tear on the tires. Um, you can't just fucking go hard 100% the whole time or she'll burn your tires off by lap 20 or 30 and fall back through the field. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, track position is going to be huge. Qualifying is going to be huge. That's where I think the 20 car has probably got the advantage. Christian Bale's been money at qualifying this year. If he qualifies pole, he's got a leg up already. He's got to be able to keep it. Now, can he keep it with it with the pit crew and his his previous history at Phoenix Raceway? Probably not. But if you get pole here, get the number one pit stop, that's going to be huge. That'll be huge. If you're a playoff guy, you if championship four guy, you need to try to qualify first. And get that first pit stop because, like you said, late race caution or last green flag pit stop of the race, and you're running second or third, and the other guy's running, you know, ahead of you. You get that first pit stall, you get a great stop, you pull off. Hey, you're in the lead now, and guess what? You control the race, you control the championship. I think that's going to be huge this weekend. And if you look at the other guys' qualifying records this year, it's not even close to Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell's clearly got the best qualifying, um, got the most poles, got the best, probably got the best starting. Uh, uh, average starting position of each throughout the whole 35 races this year. Uh, I think Wayne Byers been pretty good. He's been qualifying pretty good. He's probably the second one. And then Kyle Larson and, and um, Ryan Blaine is kind of back there behind them, both of them. So qualifying is going to be huge. Track position is going to be huge. And uh, the guy that I lean towards the most when it comes to racing and winning here at Phoenix is the 5 and the 12. Um, I know the 24 won in the spring, and he had a great car. I think the five and the four had the better cars than him. And he just kind of got lucky. Got got he he beat Kyle Larson on a late free start on the outside. That's why he won the race here in the spring. He never had the best car, I don't think. I think it was between the five and the four. And he, the, the way pit strategy worked out at the end, he was able to get the win. But I still think Wayne Byron will be good. It's just we'll see. How, especially coming off of this weekend at Martinsville, him that team really struggling at Martinsville and. um I, I know they're relieved to be able to make it, but you know you need momentum going into this race. And that 24 car is not really having a lot of momentum right now. Just how bad they ran at Martinsville this past weekend. So I'm looking at the 5 and the 12, who I think is going to be the best chance at winning this uh, weekend. Uh, Larson, he's won this race. Could have won this race in the spring. Won this race in the fall last year in 2021. Um, he's going to be strong. And uh, they've shown raw speed probably faster than anybody all year. Um, other than maybe the 11 car. So, um, five's going to be strong. Then 12, Ryan Blaney should have won this race last year if he didn't want to get, if he didn't have team orders telling him not to pass his teammate 22 to I make. I think it was a NASCAR's orders, but sure. NASCAR, team orders, whatever it was, Ryan Blaney had the best car here last year, and he probably should have won the race when he was not in the championship force. So this year, he's going to be just as good. Coming off a win here at Martinsville, he's been super fast. Big old Mo. In the round of eight, um, hadn't had a uh, I think he finished sixth at Las Vegas. That's his worst finish in the round of eight. I think he finished sixth, second, and first. So he's got the most momentum on his side. Uh, I think he's going to be strong here this weekend at Phoenix as well. 
Yeah. I'll, I'll give some more explanation a little bit later. Yeah, we t- me too. Me too. Hit that button. <laughs> RTT? Yep. <laughs> I thought you were going to say attaboy. Good job. I ain't retarded. I wonder. I know what this podcast is all about. I wonder sometimes. I've been here, done that shit. Ripping the topics. Ripping the topics. <laughs> This is your ballpark right here. Trip to the topic. First topic. RFK. Their run came to their Cinderella story came to an end this year. Had clearly your best year for RFK in a long time. Long time. Um, Chris Buescher gets eliminated in the round of eight. Uh, Brad Kozlowski gets eliminated from the round of twelve. Uh, but three wins this year, all by Chris Buescher. Um, we can kind of go into this next weekend in our next episode end of year episode but give me just a review and how how proud are you how proud are you of rfk this well, year i'll tell you what um it's been a while since i've seen a competitive uh team uh in the roush camp and you know i grew up watching you guys you guys heard the stories a thousand times uh, i grew up watching all my guys be competitive all my guys win races uh, and then, you know, through my high school and college years, uh, last 10 years have been uh, real rough um, watching guys not win, watching guys not be competitive, watching the, the cars run in the back. So, um, you know, watching this year, watching Chris win three races, Brad's been at the front. Brad's actually uh, ahead of him, in, of him in points, ahead of Chris in points. So um, Brad's been very consistent. I hadn't quite won a race yet, but, you know, there's – there's one coming for him. Uh, it's great. It's it's good to see. I'm not really even mad that 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 Chris uh, didn't make it to the championship for you know. Of course, I wanted to see him there, but you know this was a this year was better than expected um, on a lot of fronts. Um, you know, being a a new team, uh, I feel like you know the the best parts of of RFK are are in the future. So. Um, got two great drivers, got some cars that are going to be, um, that are getting competitive, um, every week. Um, just got to figure out our, our mile and a half stuff pretty much. And, and, and we'll be right up there with the, the Gibbs and, and the Hendrix. So, um, hell of a year for the boys. Uh, hopefully we can go up, show up to Phoenix and stink up the show. Um, Blaney finished second to us, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great year. Very, very proud of my boys. The RFK, I mean, I didn't see this coming. I don't think a whole lot of people saw this coming, how strong RFK has been all year. I mean, Brad Kozlowski, even in the playoffs after he got eliminated, he's been top 10 almost every week. Um, when you look up there, top. I would have rather the fucking six car make, it play, uh, make the next round because he probably would have made the. He had a shot. Barring the wreck here at uh, Martinsville. Martinsville. Yeah. yeah. Um, he. He had a very. He was very better. He was very better. He was a lot better than Chris Busher in round eight, for sure. So, um, you know, I'm 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 glad to see RFK be kind of back on top. You know, I didn't like him. I mean, I'll say this: I I liked a few of the drivers when I was a kid. I like Carl Edwards. I like Mark Martin. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of anybody else. 
But um, growing up, they were always they were the they were the Batman. They were the Joker compared to the Batman, as far as me with Hendrick and, and Jeff Gordon and all them. They were the Joker. I mean, they were just as good. I mean, they were a, a strong proponent to my guys, you know, with with Carl Edwards, Matt Kenseth, and Mark Martin back in the day. And it just seems right for Roush to be to be competitive again um, when they went on that streak for of not being that that good after Carl Edwards left in 2014. I mean, it was it was weird. I mean, 2015 to 20. 21 they never really snipped a win i mean they won a couple plate races with ricky stenhouse jr but other than that i mean they were never competitive on any other short track or any other track in the cup series other than the super feedways so i'm glad to see rfk back and i know you know it brings you a lot of joy and you know much i hate to say this and you know, i like to see like to see you happy and not be miserable in NASCAR yeah. because I've seen you be miserable for NASCAR for years and it's kind of happy. It's kind of good to see your you be in high spirits and happy to watch NASCAR again instead of just being. You know, I remember coming over your house in 2020, 2020, 2021, just on your phone. Oh, fuck these guys, fucking 24th and 28th, you know, just down in the dumps for all, the whole race, you know, at Phoenix or whatever, wherever track it was. And now that Keselowski's come into the into the program and taking part ownership of the team, it's it's been nice because, you know, they've been a lot faster. I like Chris Busher. I've kind of I've kind of gravitated towards him. I I don't like Brad, but you know, I appreciate what Brad has done for RFK. And um Chris kind of gravitated gravitated towards me and I like Chris now. Uh, just cuz he's a lot like me, so I'm um, glad to see RFK do well, and I think they'll continue to su- continue the success this year. I think this year was kind of just a big boom period. Oh my God, we're winning races again. We're running top five, top ten again. Got around to eight. We're almost at the championship four. Ah, we're just not quite there yet. We're not quite there yet. It's a little too early. It's a little too early to compete with the Hendrick, Penske, Joe Gibbs racing of the world to beat them head to head when it when it when everybody's putting the most into their equipment and they're just quite there's not quite there yet but i think next year especially the sixth car um brad i think one of because brad's getting that he's getting up there in age so he's he's probably got about another three to five years left before he probably hangs it up so i know he wants to he wants to make another championship for again he wants to try to win another championship so i think rfk is definitely on the uh the upswing, and I think they'll be uh, strong proponents this year. I think probably both of them make the playoffs again next year. And if they don't, probably a little bit, a little bit of a disappointment. Yeah. Next year, if they don't both make the playoffs, just because considering what they've shown this year. And that's that's where that's where the the downside of having the year that you've had now or this year uh, comes into play. Because if you don't improve next year, it's what happened. It's bad. It's yeah. not good. You know, if Chris doesn't go out and win a couple of races, if Brad doesn't go out and, you know, compete, win a race or two, you've regressed. You haven't progressed. So, um, you know, people are going to be asking what happened. You know, you, you know, you expect teams to, to continue their, their upward trajectory. And if, uh, if RFK doesn't do that, it's going to be an issue, especially for me. So hopefully uh, they'll continue uh, getting better. Uh, I don't see why they wouldn't. Uh, always good on super speedways. Been very good on short tracks this year. Um, good at the big tracks. Uh, just got to figure out that uh, that mile and a half package, and they'll be competitive everywhere. Yep. Um, one of the guys that did not make the championship four and will not compete for a championship this weekend 
is Denny Hamlin. Uh, he comes up short yet again. Probably had he probably a top three driver this year, no doubt. Don't like him, but he I give respect where it's due. He's been a hell of a driver this year, probably the best, one of the best. Will Denny Hamlin ever win a championship? I'm gonna go say I'm gonna say no. Um, probably not. He just seems like one of those guys that um, is just kind of snake bit. Uh, no matter what happens, no matter if he wins nine races in the regular season or nine races in the, the season uh, or two, uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, if he makes it to championship four, something will happen. He can't make it. Something out of his control. Uh, if he makes a championship four, something will happen. He can't win it out of his control. Um, he's just he's he's modern day Mark Martin. Uh, no matter how good he is, something happens to where he can't win the championship, and um, just it just seems like he's one of those guys that's going to have to carry that uh, burden as being the the best in his field that didn't win a championship. Uh, you know, every sport's got him. Um, you know, there's plenty of plenty of Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Dan Marino never won a championship, probably deserved one, never did. Uh, th- there's plenty of guys out there. Charles Barkley. Yeah, there's plenty of you know, Charles Barkley in basketball, never won one, probably deserved one. Uh, you can think of baseball players. I think of Todd Helton. Uh, Todd Helton's a Hall of Fame. You know, he's not in the Hall of Fame yet because the fucking baseball Hall of Fame's retarded. But he's a Hall of Fame first baseman. Uh, never won a championship with the Rockies. Um, you know, every sport's got their guys that are, um, you know, championshipless uh, that probably deserve one. And I think that uh, I think Denny Hamlin and Mark Martin are unfortunately uh, got that in common. So um, I'm not the biggest Denny Hamlin fan in the world. I don't hate him like a lot of people do. I think he deserves one. I think he could win one uh, just, you know, based on history and and how things go. I just I, I feel like he's snake bitten and he probably won't won't ever get one. 51 wins so far, doesn't have one. Yeah, I uh I would say I agree with you, but I think one of these years is going to turn around, but turn around for Denny and, and the team. It might be next year, might be 2 years from now. Who knows? It might not never be, and I'll be okay with that. But regardless of how I feel about Denny Hamlin, I think he is a very one of the he's definitely one of the best drivers to not win a championship um so far in his career. And if he does win one, he's goes down as probably a top twenty five race car driver of all time. And um he just with his championship four format, it you have one bad race in round eight, and it just you have to win the other two or you have to run amazing in the other two to have a chance to make the final four if you don't win a race in that round eight and you know this year he i picked him at vegas and he ran eighth to tenth average at vegas and that's what cost him this 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 chance to make a make the championship four you know the 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 steering issue or the whatever happened at homestead when he you know he wrecked and blew you know went to the wall can't control that. And he ran top three, had a second best car at Martinsville. Did a great job. But if you go back to Vegas, man, if you run, if he finishes fifth in that race, he makes the championship four. He finishes tenth. And Wayne Byron had a bad race at Martinsville, and then he could have capitalized on it. So you just got to have everything. The round of eight is so important that if you don't want to race, you have to run top five almost every week in the round of eight and gain some stage points. And have a good finish for you to make it on points, unless you have just a lot of a lot of um, 
points already in your bank going into the round. So, um, well, did he win a championship? I still think he will. Um, it might be next year. It might be two years from now, three years from now. I don't know. Um, he sounds like he's far from done. So he's, I can't remember how old he is. I think he's like 41 maybe. Um, I'm not, I can't remember how old he is, but he's still got at least four to five years left. I think two or three of them will be his, his last couple chances. I think if he don't win championships in the next two years or two to three years, then he won't win one. Um, because I think after that, you know, you've seen kind of the way Harvick has kind of a certain a certain age, you kind of just lose your A game. And we've seen that we've seen this the past couple of years with Harvick. His B game has been very good. His B game won him a couple races last year. His B game got him in the playoffs this year. His B game continues to get him in the playoffs, but his B game is not good enough for him to to advance into the round of 12, in the round of 8, to the championship 4, to win races consistently. It's just hard to do when you get to a certain threshold in that age. Um, so, Denny, he's got a couple more years left, I think, in his prime to where he can win one. Um, and Willie, I think he will. But if he doesn't, he's still going down. He's probably the greatest driver not to win a championship. I know I was on the fence of that, about that last year or so. But he he, he is. He, he'll be the greatest driver not win a championship if he never gets one. And he gets about seven, eight more race wins in his cup career. Gets to maybe 60 wins. Definitely he's the, he's the greatest uh, cup driver never won a championship. But I still think he will, uh, much as I don't want him to win one. Um, he he deserves it, and uh, whether however I feel about him or not, he de- he deserves to win a championship. So, um, I think he will, but uh, he he's run out of time for sure. Facts. All right. Uh, any more left? Yeah. Um, Martin Truex Jr. Huh? Can we talk about this collapse real quick? Regular season champion. Yeah. Um, had one finish in the top ten in the nine races in the playoffs. What will we be saying about Martin Truex Jr.'s 2023 playoffs in Man, 10 that's years? Just, uh, that's a historic collapse. That's um, that's 2007 Patriot-worthy. I mean, um, you know, to win... 2008 the, Kyle Busch. Yeah, I mean, it's... When he won eight races in the regular season, didn't win another race. Exactly. Had no chance. Yeah, thanks, the, Jimmy. Um, well, no, it wasn't even... It was just... <laughs> Kyle Busch shocked to the yeah, playoffs. I know, but still, Jimmy and I. I, I get you. I get him. you. But, uh, you know, he. Uh, the crazy thing about this is, like, none of it was his fault. Like, he didn't. Uh, I wouldn't say that. What race was his fault? This past weekend. He sped on pit road. Okay. One of it. One of the races was his. Texas. He got. After a stage, he spun out. You okay? No, nah, I'm just thinking. Oh, I thought you were about to puke or something. Maybe. Um, yeah, so n- most of his problems were out of his well, I'm control. I'm trying to think. Darlington, they fucked up the setup or something like that. Yeah, he was um, bad. Second race was... Second race. Kansas? Yeah. He blew a tire lap five. Had nothing to do with that. Bristol, he sucked. He could have ran better. Bad setup. Then he won the race. Same car. Yeah. 
They okay, all right then. They run the goddamn same set. <laughs> okay. Hey, JGR equipment won the race. The other guy finished like 18th. Whatever. What I'm telling you is... Texas. Like I said, he fucked up and got spun out after a stage caution. Um, Talladega. Eh, can't really control that. Um, Roval. What happened at the Roval? He fucked up at the Roval. Um, didn't he get sped on pit road or something? Or he got... He, he over blew a chicane or something. I don't remember. Roval, he didn't do a whole lot. He he fucked himself over at the Roval, if Maybe. I'm not mistaken. What I'm telling you is a lot of the shit that happened to him was out of his control. Blowing, Vegas, he blew a motor. Blown not tires. Vegas. said he blew a motor. Blown tires, bad pit calls, bad motors. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just unfortunate. You know, I, I'm not a huge Martin Truex fan. I was for a while. Not anymore. Um... But he's another one of those guys that just kind of seemed to be snake bit. You know, won that championship with Thunder Jerome, but, um, you know. Remember he, when they put the wrong tires on, on his car yeah, in, like, I mean, 19 just, at Homestead? Yeah, I mean, he just <laughs> he probably should have, like, two or three championships right now and, and just, just have He could have had one in 2021. Yeah. Just, just he didn't get beat off pit road. Having some by issues. By Kyle Larson. Yeah. Just having some issues and people forget about that. Like he was leading, he dominated that race. Well, no, he didn't dominate. Correctly. Chase Elliott was good in that race too. Um, but I think Truex was leading before that last caution happened, and then Larson beat him off pit road. Between it was Larson, Denny, Chase, and Kyle. Yeah. And um, but Truex had every chance to win that championship, but he yeah. probably didn't get beat off pit road. It's 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 unfortunate for him. Um, you just. You know, he kind of skated his way through the playoffs. Um, luckily, uh, based on his playoff points throughout the regular season and uh, in round eight, that just that isn't enough. So, um, unfortunate for him, but um, you know, it's barely just, enough for damn William Byron. Yeah. <laughs> Got to be better. Got to be better. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, I was I. I I was happy, not happy, but I was I was glad to see Truex and that team not make the final four, just because you know Toyota and all that stuff. But Truex probably one of the most respectable, respected uh, Toyota drivers um, that are in the Cup Series. I, I, Truex is a he's an outdoorsman. He's um, he's a down to down to earth guy for the most part, other than when you know he feels like he's been done wrong or somebody runs him a little harder than they should be. You know, I'm not really with him with that, you know, but, um, yeah, this collapse, man, is, is epic. You know, uh, every regular season champion, I would like to look and see when the last time the regular season champion did not make the final four. And to be fair, Truex could have easily been eliminated the first round or second round. Um, I, I remember both rounds. He was on the, he was on the edge. He was on the verge of getting eliminated. Remember the Roval. Uh, if, if Kyle Busch wins the Roval, He's gone. He's gone because he was three points below Kyle Larson. In the first round, you know, at Bristol, he was hanging on for dear life. I think he, he made it to the round of 12 by like six or seven points. So he was he was pushing every round. And then round of eight, you just can't you can't do that. Um, what the hell was that? Winvow did something. Mm. All right, then. Um so yeah, this I mean this team looked unbeatable at the start of the playoffs. Like before the playoffs started, I mean he had he was the fastest car week in and week out for like five or six straight weeks. Won a couple races in between then, 
And, I mean, he probably could have won at Michigan, should have won at Michigan. Chris Bush was able to hold him off. Uh, had a strong car at Richmond. You know, didn't happen. You know, Daytona's different, you know, well, whatever. Uh, but he was a he was a, clearly the best driver and the best team going into these playoffs. And for them to do what they did is it's like they just – it's like somebody put voodoo curse on them. They couldn't do nothing right. I mean, one top ten in nine races when you're regular season champion? That's just unacceptable. And it was a ninth at Las Vegas. It's just hard to fathom. Like I said, when we go, when we look back in 10, 15 years, it's amazing that they made the round of eight, um, how bad they were in the playoffs. It was, I mean, Chase Elliott last year did not have a great playoffs last year, but he had, he won a race at Talladega. He had some top tens. Um, he had some respectable finishes. This 19 team didn't do any of that. They had one top 10, and everything else was 15th or worse. And you can't do that in the playoffs, especially when you have shown you how fast you have been throughout the whole season. If you to do and laid an egg, you laid an egg in the most crucial point of the season. And it finally came back to bite you in Martinsville. And he was pretty fast at Martinsville. He had probably a top three car, top five car. He was not a winning car. And probably that's what you he needed to do to win to advance the championship four. But he eliminated all that when he spent on pit road. Second time, both times we've seen that this year uh, at Martinsville when the, the pole sitter, the number one pit stall, sped on pit road, exiting pit road. Ryan Priest in the spring, and now he did in the fall. So maybe we need to look into that. Maybe the team to look into that. I think the team should just get better. Yeah, it could be what it was. It could be what it was. But for both pole sitters to speed off pit road um, at both Martinsville races is kind of kind of funny to me. But, the, yes, epic collapse and um, – I know the 19 team, James Small, is going to really be wishing they would have done just a little bit better in these playoffs because then they probably would have – they probably be in the championship four right now. And Phoenix is one of the tricks' best tracks. So um, he'll probably be fast this weekend, but it will be all for naught. Yep. Hit that button. Hit that button. There you go. Attaboy. 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 Who's your attaboy this week? Oh, I'm going first. I thought I was telling you to go first. Okay. Um, My attaboy from Martinsville. Obviously going to go to Ryan Blaney in the 12 car this weekend. Um, Didn't necessarily need to win the race, but he had to run good. Well, I 11th. Kind of got stuck in a little bit of a hole. But he drove his way up to the front pretty much immediately. And uh, won stage two and then, you know, passed all those guys to win the race at the end. Um, you know, we, this is what we've been waiting on Ryan Blaney to have for him to show us for years, that killer instinct that, hey, when I need to win a race, I can go up, I can go and win a race. He finally was able to show it here in these playoffs this year. Talladega, he was not looking good points-wise. Went out there, won the race. I know Talladega's a little different because it's a little bit less out of your control and just kind of with luck. He still put himself up in the front, and he wound up winning that race. And this weekend at Martinsville, had to run good, had to get a lot of stage points. That team showed up. That driver showed up, had the best car, and he won the damn race. We've seen this a lot of Ryan Blaney in the past couple years. He's had the best car. He didn't win the race. Well, this weekend, he won the damn race. So, um, and he advances to his first championship. He ain't going to win the damn war. So, um, <laughs> so... 
I obviously am happy for for Ryan Blaney and um, in that team. He's Joe Legato 2.0 from last year. Um, can can that team repeat what the 22 team did last year? Yes. Um, they definitely can. Uh, Ryan Blaney has been very fast here at Phoenix in the past, but um, what he did at Martinsville and really Homestead, to be honest with you, Homestead he won a stage, ran top five all day, gained a lot of stage points there. That allowed him to, in case he didn't win here this weekend at Martinsville, he was still probably going to be good on points regardless of where he finished here at Martinsville. So for him to come in to the playoff, I think he was 12 seed, and then him for him to make the championship four, um, even if he didn't win that race, if he'd have been the second, he still would have made it on points. That's just a hell, hell of a job by that whole 12 team, how fast they were in the round of eight. So uh, Ryan Blaney and that 12 team, that boy. Yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, it's kind of obvious. Uh but mine's obvious as well. I'm going to give it to William Byron. Um, William Byron was dog shit all day. Uh, not good. Unfortunately, um, Very slow. Uh, I mean, he was running like 22nd and um, probably was lucky to be there. Um, so really, I'm, I'm giving it to his team as much as I am. I'm giving it to him. Uh, he, uh, you know, gave some good feedback uh, to his pit crew. Um his uh his crew chief, what the fuck's his name? Rudy Fugel. Rudy Fugel uh made some great changes uh to the car uh coming down last couple stops and um you know he still wasn't great at the end, but he was good enough. And um at this point of the year you just gotta you gotta maximize what you got. Um he came in with a bit of a cushion, uh, but with Blaney went in and the 11 get a bunch of stage points and all that happening. Uh, he had to finish, uh, well, uh, to, uh, to move on. And he ended up moving on. Uh, and it was based on those changes, uh, in that, in all that, uh, on pit road. So, um, you know, it's very easy when you're losing and you're not competitive, uh, to kind of throw in the towel and, and give up. And, and the 24 team never did it. So, uh, at a boy. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. Sorry, I was laughing at my fantasy. Yeah, uh, fucking Jameer Gibbs is going off right now. Of course he is. 30 points. Unfortunately, <laughs> they're not throwing the ball to Amar Ross A. Brown. No, so. they're not. I don't think they are. Defense doing well. They gave me 12 points. The problem is fucking Jameer Gibbs is going for 30. So, uh, anyways. Yeah, it's a good one. I'm surprised you can go with Eric Amarola. Okay, all right. Hit that button. You can't do that. You can't do that. You cannot do that. You cannot do that. You can't. This week's segment of You Can't Do That. You can't do that. Who can't do that this week? Dylan, Cody Ware, Daniel Suarez, Carson Josevar, Denny Hamlin, Noah Gregson, Jesse Uji, Fred Davis. You can't do that. You can't do that. I'm giving RC. RC Cola? Yeah. What's wrong with them? Dog shit. It tastes just like Coca-Cola. Not even close. What? Uh, Are you serious? It tastes like Pepsi. No, it tastes like... It tastes like Blum It cola. tastes like RC Cola. And it's really third best cola. What's the second? Uh, 
What are we thinking about here? So it's Pepsi and Coke tied for first. And How can you be RC tied third. for first? Because you can't. They have two different two different tastes. Yeah, that's why they're just as good. Coke is above Pepsi. And listen, I'm a Jeff Gordon fan. He was sponsored by Pepsi for years. You don't drink soda, though. I don't. But what's better in a mixed drink? Pepsi. Coke. RC. Yes, it is. <laughs> Sam's Cola. <laughs> can, I, can I get a vodka and Mountain Crush, please? Mountain Crush? You mean Mountain Lightning? Is that what it is? Mountain Lightning. <laughs> mountain Crush. I don't know. What, what the hell? Dr. Thunder. Dr. Thunder. Hell yeah. What else you got? What was the Sprite one called? Mr. Fizz or something? Sprite. Sprite. <laughs> Anyway, who's yeah. um, your? You can't do that. You can't do that this weekend. I'm giving it to RC uh, Richard Childress. Cola. <laughs> uh, RC's third on the soda list. Okay, all right, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna give it to Richard Childress. He, uh, that's just calling the driver that's driving your car the stupidest driver you've ever got. Uh, that's just that's just dumb. This is that's the stupidest owner move I've ever seen, um, especially when Sheldon Creed didn't really do anything wrong. Uh, Sheldon Creed, you know, he might not be the best race car driver you've ever seen. Might not be the best, you know, doesn't win a ton of races. Not the most aggressive guy, uh, but he's definitely not the stupidest race car driver I've ever seen racing for RCR. So, um, you know, he he tends to forget that Ty Dillon and Austin Dillon race for him. I think so. Um, yeah, it's just that's just stupid thing to say. Um, it's the reason why uh, a lot of drivers leave his organization. Why, le- why you're leaving RCR next year, yeah, right? You got yeah. Silver Spoon Pits, got kids coming up. Silver Spoon Kids coming up, but um, you know, it's just. It's unfortunate to see somebody that's been around the sport this long just be this tone deaf um, to to how how to be competitive because you you can't treat your drivers like this because um, you know in the future people that are are thinking about signing with RCR are going to look at this and say do I want him talking to me or talking about me like that when I, when I do something trying to win a race against his grandson or against his you know, his, golden boy. his golden boy. So, um, it's just, it's a bad move by RC. Um, this has kind of always been his prerogative in NASCAR, but, uh, it's, uh, it's not smart in my opinion. So you can't do that. Yeah. That's the obvious one. Um, I'm gonna give mine to an incident that happened in the cup race on Sunday. Um, Joey Logano, Flash. Burp. Uh. Carson Hosevar. Both of y'all. You can't do that. Um, Especially Joey. I mean, he's a veteran. He's a two-time Cup Series champion. And for what he did to Ty Gibbs, and I don't like Ty Gibbs at all. You know, I've never liked him. But for what you did, from I don't even know why you did it, but you just fucking sent the 54 going into three on a restart when I don't think the 54 did anything wrong to you as far as what I can see on replays and all that stuff. Just sent him, gave him no shot to make the corner. Um, in stage three, I, or maybe it's stage two, I can't remember, but 
it just made no sense. Joe Rogano, you're better than that. You're champion. You're two-time champion. Um, usually you don't wreck people. Usually you kind of rough them up and usually do that line, you know, where you, you know, rough people up and use people up to, you know, but this, this one is just, there's no getting around it. I mean, you just dump the 54 for no reason, really. Um, I don't really understand that one. Some people were saying you try to take the 11 out <laughs> because you were he's a playoff guy trying to help the 12 out. I don't know if I believe that, but maybe. I don't know. You never know with Joe Agano. Uh, he can do some wild shit on the racetrack. But, um, and then Carson Josevar, same thing. Late, later on in the race, is kind of 54 kind of moves you up out, the, out of the track, moves you up out of the groove in, in, in three and four, and then you come going down into one and kind of move 54 out the way, and then you just blatantly turn right on the 54 and and calls the caution, spins the 54 out. Uh, Carson, I tell you, but um, you, you do that next year to a certain person, you ain't going like to like the result. So, uh, Carson, we've seen this from Carson before. you got to get this out. He see, we've seen him do it in the truck series the past couple of years. Um, can't do that in the cup series uh, next year. You know, it's going to be a learning experience for me for you next year. You do that shit to certain drivers, certain teams, and you're not going to like what, uh, what happens in return to you. So, um, both of y'all taking out 54. I kind of feel bad for Ty Gibbs. I never really felt bad for bad for Ty Gibbs. Um, other than when his, his dad died last year after he won the championship. That was, that was rough. But um, other than that, I really haven't really felt any remorse for Ty Gibbs before. But, I mean, he just got used up on Sunday for really no reason both times. So, um, Carlos Josevar and Joe Logano, um, both repeat offenders on this segment. Um, y'all can't do that. Well, we've kind of given up. We've kind of given out our uh, spoiler alert for our Phoenix preview and picks for all three series. Um, Riley, go ahead and reiterate who you got in the truck in the Xfinity and then uh, preview the cup race. Give me Benjamin Rhodes. Who? Benjamin Rhodes. Who? Benjamin Rhodes. Who? Who? (laughs) Give me Ben Rhodes. Uh, Ben Rhodes. (laughs) Yeah, that motherfucker going to win a race on Friday. Uh, on Saturday, give me Jonathan Hunter Nemechek. Unfortunately, uh, he's probably the third out of the three guys I want to win it, but he probably going to win it. Third out of the three, so I that mean, fourth guy doesn't exist, huh? Actually, third out of the four, because fuck Sam Smith. But Sam Smith, he's a singer. Sam Bear. <laughs> Won't you stay with me? No, I don't think anyone's getting near that motherfucker. And satanic ass. All I need. Oh, fuck that guy. Uh, that's a banger though. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, give me a, uh, give me J H. N. Did he drive out of there like for starting Joni out six? <laughs> His uh, father. Yeah. Uh, and then on Sunday, of course. Liar B. So. A little different this week. I'm giving you my pick before my preview, but you guys already knew. Uh, give me John Hunter on Saturday. Give me Ben Rhodes on Friday. And give me young Ryan Blaney on Sunday. Um, as far as Sunday goes, 
uh, going to be a hell of a race. And by hell of a race, I mean, it's going to be boring as fuck. Uh, it's, uh, it's just, it's just the wrong track to have the championship, but, um, championship Sunday, we're going to have things figured out. Um, we're going to see some guys compete. We're going to see some guys not compete and we're going to see some guys get lucky on pit road and probably win a championship. So hopefully that's uh, young Ryan Blaney. Um, I don't expect to see a ton out of this weekend as far as uh, good racing goes. Um, that ended a couple weeks ago at Homestead. So um, hopefully, uh, young Ryan Blaney, if he doesn't win a championship, hopefully he beats whoever uh, Trent picks because all I need to do is beat him. Doesn't matter. Well, actually, all I need to do is his guy not win. As long as his guy doesn't win the race, I get me a free steak dinner. So, um, if he picks Christopher Bell, I don't give a fuck if he wins a championship. Don't care as long as he finishes second. So, uh, that's what I need. I need somebody other than who Trent picks to win the race. Don't really give a fuck who wins the championship, but hopefully it's Ryan Blaney. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to lie, man. I, I kind of agree. Like I said, I, I'd be willing to forego a steak dinner or have to buy you a steak dinner for Ryan Blaney wins the championship other than maybe like Christopher Bell winning it. Um, but uh, my my three championship predictions this weekend for the trucks is going to go to Corey Heim in the truck series. Um, uh, who does? Justin Allgaier in the Xfinity series. I went with him last year. Didn't quite get it done. I think he gets it done this year. Um, in the cup series this, this weekend, I'm going to go with Kyle Larson. Um, he's had two weeks to prepare. We've seen the past couple of years that uh, the guy that wins the first race around eight usually has a good shot at winning the championship. The last time somebody won the round of eight race and did not win the championship was 2020, and that was with Joe Logano. He won at Kansas, but Chase Elliott wound up winning the championship. The past couple of years, we've seen the guy that wins the first round, first race around eight, win the championship. So I'm going to go with that. I'm going to say it goes three years in a row. Um, Kyle Larson, we've seen him in the spot one other time, two years ago. And he stepped up when it mattered the most. His pit crew stepped up, stepped up when it mattered the most. His pit crew's been money all year. The driver's been money all year when he doesn't make mistakes. Um, to sneak Kyle Larson and not make mistakes. Five car, he was very fast here in the spring. Probably could have won the race other than the four car. The four car was only his adversary near the end of the race. Late race caution happened. He got beat by uh, William Byron, his teammate, on a restart. I think if that happens again, I think that five car will definitely not allow anybody to pass him and win the race on a late, late race restart. So give me Kyle Larson. I think uh, he's a man to beat. Uh, he's one of the greatest talents race car drivers we've ever seen. And uh, he's back in the championship four. I think he takes advantage of it again, and he wins the race, and he wins the championship for Kendrick, making him uh, giving him his second career NASCAR Cup Series championship. But um, how the race will go, I kind of previewed it earlier. I think track position, track position will be huge. Um, I think you're gonna have you're going to have to qualify well. Uh, it's not like the old car where you can just move your way up through the field if you got a really fast car. I think the championship four guys are probably the fastest core guy, fastest uh, four guys all race long. Now last year was a little different. You had Joey, who was clearly the fastest car, but you had Blaney, who was very fast, probably the best car up there all day. You had some other guys that were up there all day that were not in the championship four. Then you kind of had the one 
the 20 and the 9 that Sue was up there last year. They were never really top five, especially until the end. I think the one got up there to third at the end. But they were never really top five and really could never compete with the 22 all year last year. So this year would be interesting to see how how those how these four guys are stacked up against each other and if they're the fastest four cars. Maybe there's a couple car, couple cars that are faster than them. You know, maybe the 22 this year, it rolls reversed. Maybe the 22 is faster than the 12 this year. Maybe you have the nine car be the fastest car out of the uh, eight, uh, Hendrick Motorsports stable. I doubt it, but it could happen. The 11 car, 19 car. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of good guys that are not in the championship four that could have better cars uh, that are better at Phoenix than these championship four guys. Because you think Ryan Blaney, his first championship four appearance, he's very good at Phoenix. He's never won at Phoenix though. Christopher Bell, his second championship four appearance, he's never won at Phoenix. Never really been all that good at Phoenix. Kyle Larson, he's got one win here at Phoenix. Um, that was back two years ago in the old car. Probably could have won this race last year, but he didn't or this race in the spring, but didn't. And then you got William Byron, who won this race in the spring, but typically has not been, this has not been one of his better tracks. So you got a lot of, a lot of inexperience and a lot, only one win here or two wins here as far as championship four guys go. So you have a lot of guys that are not in championship four that could contend for the win and kind of shake up this championship four battle. Um, and like I said, the Joe Gibbs guy, the Joe Gibbs guys are the ones that I'm looking at the 19, the 11, I think they could help the 20 out, maybe fighting that 5, the 24, the 12 really hard and allowing it battling for the lead or something and allowing that 20 car to try to catch up to them. There's a lot of possibilities that, that could happen. But, um, yeah, I think the, the, the champ, one of the championship four guys will win the race. It's just always how it's been, especially if last year – if last year wasn't the was was the race for a non championship four guy to win it, it was Ryan Blaney, and that was last year. But now this year, another year experience with this next gen car at Phoenix. A lot of these teams are going to bring their best stuff to these four team uh, four cars. Uh, Hendrick Motorsports is the one that I'm kind of worried about. the the only The only worry I have with Hendrick Motorsports and picking the five car Kyle Larson is the fact that they got another guy in that championship four with William Byron. So it's not like they can put all the resources into one car like Penske is doing, like Joe Gibbs is doing. So that's where I get kind of nervous. You're kind of splitting the resources between two of your guys because both your guys are in the championship four. That's the only thing I'm worrying about as far as Hendrick Motorsports and the five and the 24. And that's where the uh, 12 and the 20 could take advantage and, you know, go out there and win the race. But I'm still going with Kyle Larson. I think it's, um, he's the best driver in the cup series. He's one of the, Greatest drivers in the world, and I, I'm a, I'm a put my faith in my, uh, my chips, put all my chips in the basket for the five team. Um, I know put twenty preseason and win the championship, but I don't know. I gotta go with the five car. I think you're wrong. I probably am. I think so. You're picking Kyle. Yeah. Did you have any left with William Byron? You should have picked William. Mm. I think Williams. I think Williams. Uh, he won this race in the spring. Yeah, but he shouldn't have. Harvick should have won it in the spring. Fair. That's who I picked fair. in the spring. Fair, <laughs> fair, fair. But Kyle Larson's not a short track guru. He's not great at short tracks. Oh yeah, he's, he's not been he's, great. He's at, never been good at Bristol. He's never been good at Phoenix. 
He lucked into a win once. He should have won this race in the spring. No, he didn't. He no, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't. No, he win the shouldn't race. have. Kevin Harvick should have. You just yes, but that. who led the most laps in that race? There, Bo- who buddy gives boy. A good goddamn. Okay then. And who's gonna win the or lead the most laps this weekend? Probably fucking Ryan, Ryan Blaney. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. But. Yeah, I, I think you made a mistake there. Which is- I got to go with the guy that is the most talented driver in the Cup Series. That's what I'm going with. I think, Talent. I think in order of of likelihood of winning, I think it's Ryan Blaney, the 24, the 5, and then the 20. I think that's the order it goes in. You know what I think it is? Likelihood? I'm just saying this because I picked 5, 12, 24. 20, then 24. You're wrong. I'm telling you, that 20 car is going to be fast. He sucks here. He doesn't suck here. He's This is not his best track. But did that stop Kyle Larson winning the championship a couple years ago? No, he got lucky. Okay, he was up there top five all day. That's what I'm saying. You're going to have all the resources put into that 20 car. From the 11 that's been stupid fast all year, and the 19 car that's been stupid fast in the regular season until they fell off a cliff in the playoffs. All that shit that they know is going to be put in this 20 car. So I think that 20 car is going to be... Uh, uh, like, I want to pick him. I just... I, I can't, first of all. I've I, I ran out of options to pick him. But... Like I said, I just don't quite trust him here at Phoenix. But he will be fast. What are you okay. doing? Okay. Um, sending a picture of the time with this podcast to my wife. Oh, uh, she's bitching at you? She's not bitching. She's just... I told her... About an hour ago, I'd be home about 30 minutes, so. Yeah, you're only 30 minutes off. We still got to talk about feetfinders.com. Yeah, so. yeah, we're, we're done. Don't worry about it. Um, I'll send you home to, you, to your wife. Um, you coming over too, ain't you? What do you mean? We got the Ole Miss Rebel football <laughs> to play. At the Grove? Yeah. All right. Um, no, nah, but it should be a good weekend of championship racing. I hate it. Uh, I hate that it's god damn it. <sighs> I hate that you can't speak English. I've had too many of these bush lights. Um, They'll reach out there and grab you. Yeah, they will. Um, I hate that it's at Phoenix this weekend. I wish it was at Homestead or Charlotte or somewhere else that would be a better racetrack for a finale. But um, it'll still be a good weekend to race, and I think as far as the championship goes, I think Truck Series will be pretty good on Friday night. I think they start late. I think it start at what ten? In the I mean, they start late, late nine late. or ten, yeah. nine or ten. They start late Friday night on uh, FS1, and then Xfinity Series starts at seven o'clock. I think Saturday night, so that'll be another late one. And then the Cup Series on Sunday will be at uh, what three three thirty. Mm. on uh, NBC. Uh, Xfinity Series will be on NBC as well, if I'm not mistaken. Am I right on saying that? Mm, sounds right. Uh, what I'm looking. USA or NBC on Saturday night? I know it. I think it's on NBC because Notre Dame doesn't play on NBC. All right, Sunday at 3 for the Cup Series. Notre Dame plays Clemson at noon. Saturday at 7 on USA. Oh, it's on USA. What the hell they got on fucking... Probably some Big Ten bullshit, probably. And Friday at 10. Damn, 10 o'clock. Be a late one. Hopefully rain doesn't permit. 
Phoenix. That's a good thing about Phoenix, though. Usually, it rains there's never once a fucking hundred years. Yeah, there's never any rain at Phoenix. That's the only good thing about being a championship race at Phoenix. But uh, guys, thank y'all for listening. Uh, if y'all made it this far into the podcast, y'all are a real one. Y'all are a real one. You are a real one. Um, follow us on Instagram at the Highline Official. Follow us on TikTok at the Highline Podcast. Follow us on YouTube at the Highline. And uh, follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts at the Highline to uh, get an update and notification on every time we drop an episode. And uh, listen to us. Get ready to listen to us next week. Um, we'll have the, the championship reviews and the season reviews and all that fun stuff. And uh, we got some more announcements coming for you next week as well. So get, uh, get excited to tune in and check us out next week. What are you watching? Go Cox. What is that? None of your business. Well, <sighs> all right. Whatever. Ah. Uh. Ah. It's workout videos. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it is. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's good squat technique. Yeah. You think that would kind of be a little uncomfortable, though? It's bad for the hips. Good yeah. for the glutes. Mm. Mm. Go, Go Tigers! Tigers. <laughs> <laughs>